0: What up nerds? This is for the love of the pod, a show about sports, crime, sex, controversy, but mostly sports. I am your wife, Thomas May, and to my left I have Aaron Mason, Brian Owen, Dr. Owen. Dr. Owen, and then uh welcome back, Nathaniel.
1: Hi guys. He has risen.
0: What he was your What indeed. was your name
2: that you said? I'm your,
0: your wife. Like my wife.
2: Oh my god. It's very nice. It is th- that was the worst accent. I'm bad I- at it. Yes. Yeah. I thought you said, I thought you were saying like Yahweh or something. No.
3: Like, I, Yahweh, said if if said I have to alive. hear Yahweh
0: one more time. What? I'm going to burn, I'm going to Yahweh burn this place to the ground. No, Uh. did everybody see Borat? Did we talk about this already? Oh, no, I know, I did. We, we, well, we talked out. about it before we started. Do you, you need to see this. It's hilarious. That's uh, yeah, great. Moving pictures scare me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that the way the pictures i was was, was, was almost doing a swedish accent was it worse than
0: mine though yeah
2: no no, i was way worse (laughs) okay but i know that you practice yours at least five times before okay
0: i did it i just knew what i was gonna say for the listeners at home thomas i practiced uh, it maybe in my mind but i didn't say out loud to myself thomas practices
2: in front of the mirror for a podcast where his voice is going to be heard no i don't do that no that's thomas yeah
0: no, I'm just who I am. You're I so vain. here I am. Me? You're so you, vain. I bet you think this podcast is
2: about <laughs> you, don't you?
0: <laughs> Did you hear our Defeater reference last week? Or was that two weeks ago? I'll be honest, I didn't yeah, listen to your episode.
1: <laughs> was it the Whiskey Burns reference? or what Wait, was it? Tell it? them about your father dying. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. That's right. I, I had that,
2: terrible, terrible Wi-Fi there. Oh, you should listen to I Bifi? couldn't stream anything.
1: You were sure we're sending a lot of TikToks. You had TikToks? Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, <laughs> I, no, I don't have any excuse. Caught in the lie,
2: <laughs> I can't upload it because my internet sucks. No, I so really uh, couldn't. I really couldn't upload it because I was trying to download it from your email, and it was like 500 gigabytes uh, or 500 megabytes or something like that. And as soon as I started it, it was like two megs per second, and so I was like, I'm not gonna sit here. And then and, then try and, 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 and to my then other try and upload it later because I was like, it's gonna take twice as long. Like you could just do it and it'd be done in 10 seconds.
1: Eh, yeah excuses it's a a good no it's a good excuse but it'd be better it's a it's a great on the fly story nathaniel i I appreciate it i yeah you were caught in the (laughs) lie though because you were sitting (laughs) no yeah that's true (laughs) i really didn't have a good excuse
2: but in my defense i didn't listen to any other podcasts either i didn't listen to your mom's house i didn't listen to joe rogan I didn't listen to uh, Mayor
0: James Keenan and Kanye West. Over yeah, the Kanye was awesome. Yeah, but see, uh, awesome in a no, no it's what not Kanye. It's Kenneth West.
1: And yeah, psychotic West. He, was?
2: West. he was not psychotic at all. What if he? You agreed
0: with his statements?
2: No, I I gained respect for him in all well, in, in a lot of things. Yeah, like uh, I mean, in his religious oh, views and okay. yeah, in, yeah, sure. in a lot of his views on certain stuff in the world. Uh, I don't think he. Sh- I don't think he should be president. But I Clearly. But I. Um, appreciate that he feels a calling to that from God and who like as a, me as a Christian like I can't judge somebody on what they think is you know their calling on their life from God you know
0: I'm I'm struggling giving you a straight face with this but okay yeah well, that's because
2: yeah what that's about? because you don't believe the same thing I do and that's fine I'm just saying like just, I, I just, just listened prefacing. to the same podcast so and walked away like, with a different you, perspective you already were shut it up so <laughs> just you just don't I talk I really anything. want
1: to say something <laughs> that's fine that.
2: Go uh, for it, Brian. No, touched. It's huh? not gonna
1: touch it. Huh? I could have
0: touch it. I don't know how to transition safely into football, but here it is. Football.
1: <laughs> yeah, guys. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. Uh, I just
2: want to say, if you don't, oh. if you aren't going to speak up, saying, do you feel the gonna- same
1: way about Islam?
0: Do you feel the same way? Yeah, about
2: absolutely. It? So, absolutely. I have always said that. <laughs>
0: Okay, he kind of ruined your point. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> Brian. Because he agreed.
2: <laughs> All I was saying was, if you're going to say, uh, "I'm just going to shut up" while not having already talked, it's not. There's no point in even saying I'm going to shut up because okay. you weren't saying anything. Okay. So unless you were, you in fact were shutting up. unless you were going to like actually want to talk about it, then that I would do. be. You want, you want my two cents on Kanye but West? Not on podcasts.
0: You want my two cents on Kanye West? Yeah, he's a psychopath. I don't think he's a psychopath. a psychopath. He needs desperately. Like, they were talking about the medicine he was being given, and he was like, oh, they were trying to poison me. I'm like, no, they're trying to help you, dude. You're clearly off your rocker. That's
1: literally what someone said with mental health issues. not get sued for slander before, barely off the ground, so. i not, not going to get sued. Everybody's saying this stuff. Yeah. yeah.
2: But I don't think that makes him a psychopath. I mean, that makes him, if anything, like, manic. Is psychopath too harsh? Yes. Yeah, psychopath is, I don't think you're, maybe. That's like you're thinking manic, John Wayne Gacy is a psychopath.
0: But he's more
1: like a. Uh, I don't think
2: Trump. anything Kanye has done points to psychopath. He's psychopath I I is can, like a I lack don't of a, I don't follow yeah, him enough to be able to tell you. It'd be more like egomaniac, but Scott even that, off. I don't think so. I think he explains pretty well in that, like his view on how he dealt with his mental health stuff and how he just kind of listened to what everybody was saying Except and how doctors. it's. It, it, no, he did listen to the doctors and that's why he got put on medication that he didn't that screwed him up him even fat more. And, yeah. I made mean him,
0: he just sounds like another person. I'll tie this back to football, like a Michael Thomas, where he's just surrounded by all these people that have nothing, you know, you know, counterintuitive to what he thinks yes, to ma'am. say. Yes. Yet all he's all no yeah. one's there to be like, Oh, you know what? Maybe you're wrong. Maybe you shouldn't run for president or, you know, whatever the other things he's doing. He's just constantly getting his ego stroked.
2: Yeah, I think the the stuff is big a, butt wife a and joke, and I think he thinks other people he has to think it's a joke too. I just appreciated the stuff. I appreciate like what he's the doing Christ his, stuff. Well, I appreciate what he's doing like with uh, housing and, and uh, trying to sure. reform. You know what he's doing with his you know academy and stuff like that, and even what he's doing just with his, with his with uh, his church stuff. He's making it cool in, a, in a, a better avenue for people to go to church that wouldn't normally go to church.
0: My cousin, who I don't believe to be religious, she actually worked for Kanye for a little bit. And she was at one of those churches in Montana. Yeah. It was, and she like uh, took videos of it. I think she's, I can't remember if she posted it or if she sent it to me, but it looked bad ass. Yeah. Like a, just a fun time. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing I can appreciate is if- Making church if, cool.
2: If nothing else, and this is my, obviously my viewpoint as a Christian, like- I have a problem with the church so if it's nothing else but then to like reach out to a demographic that wouldn't normally go to church and you know he's doing something different then I can appreciate that <laughs> but yes I do agree with you what you're saying about Michael Thomas like he probably has too many people around him that aren't willing to like aren't being like take a step back
0: it's a lot um, of reports right now that he's you know
2: Michael Thomas what was it the uh, I think it's getting traded. Can't
0: guard Mike is his tagline, but people in his locker room say uh, can't stand Mike. Yeah,
2: I think he's getting traded.
0: I mean what what is it with these wide receivers? I don't know, man. Diva personality. It is so
2: I'm wild. Be, speaking of that, oh sorry. I'll let I was gonna say speaking of that, you know, Antonio Brown going to the Bucks. Yeah. And That was what I was in referring week, to. Week nine. It's gonna be uh Pretty interesting. Oh, they
0: got a bye? No. Yeah, they have a bye this week. No, they they play the New York Football Giants this week, so I guess it would technically be a bye.
2: uh, (laughs) He has to serve eight games, though, so he's not technically – Oh. He can't start uh, practicing with them until after this week's games. Got it.
0: It's a bye week for him. Yeah. It's a win for them. That's for sure. Um, Transitioning into football – which which game, Aaron, do you think we should talk about first? Do we want to talk about the Giants-Eagles first?
1: Uh, we're actually not going to jump off with some games. If you want to take that away here in a second, um, okay, cool. I had a couple questions for you all. Does y'all
2: anyone want to talk
0: about that it's game? Just a little Paul? bit of trivia. I want to talk about Donald, Donald Danny fucking deficit here. Tripping yeah. and falling.
2: Danny deficit. Do you want to
0: talk about that real quick? Nah. So, Do you remember that awesome play DK Metcalf had? Um, yeah. Everybody saw it, right? First time Budapest has ever been chased 20 down miles 20 per day. hour he was running, right? 22 miles per 22. hour. I thought he was running 20 no, miles no, per 22. hour. 22. Oh, I think Danny D- was running. 21. Like, yeah. 21 miles per hour. His chest was running 22. That's that was s- the big issue. It's impossible. But
2: you know what was right behind him running 22 miles an hour? Nothing. DK Metcalf's ghost.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there was
0: nothing. He was wide open. DK Metcalf is very much alive. I don't know why he would have a ghost <laughs> in this scenario. I don't understand what you mean. DK,
3: but, DK's uh, everywhere. <laughs>
2: DK is omnipresent.
0: <laughs> I don't know why he likes the Eagles and wants them to trip up Daniel Jones, but
2: fine. Okay, no, he just hates the New York Giants. <laughs> he's like, he's how like, how could you
0: hate the New York Giants right now? They're so like pathetic. Why would you like hate them? It's just maybe, you just feel sorry for. Them. Maybe he hates pathetic. <laughs>
2: Okay, let's say it's not DK Metcalf. Let's so the say the Cowboys too. Okay. Let's just say Great. it was not
0: uh, <laughs> we'll disagree with that.
2: Daniel Jones' own doing. Then does God in fact hate the oh New my York Giants? God. And was he the reason why you bring Daniel Jones? Why are
0: you bring God loves all his creatures, including the New York Giants?
3: <laughs> or so I'm told. <laughs> Aaron, your
1: question. Sorry I sidetracked that. I'm just trying to uh, recover from what <laughs> just happened. The blasphemous um,
2: nature of this conversation.
1: So last last week we talked about a little bit that there was uh, there were nine teams that were either uh, you know had less one win or less. Now it's uh, now it is uh, seven teams. Uh, the, those teams are being uh, you know uh, Thomas's New York Football Giants. There is also the Minnesota Vikings sitting at one dub. Atlanta Falcons sitting at one dub. And there's also oh. Atlanta one. Can, Can we, we talk? talk? We no, that's that's right. that right. they up. blew oh, another they... huge lead. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> definitely lost. Jacksonville, Houston, Cincinnati, and of course our New York Football Jets sitting at zero. Um, but there is one division that stands out amongst them all. The, that no NFC East. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. There's one division that has all four teams that have records above 500. Can you guess what that is? NFC West. Is? Oh, yeah, we all know. Okay. Yeah, so. NFC West.
0: <laughs> there is a potential. Really cool. All four of them could go in the playoffs. Absolutely. It's
1: fucking nuts.
0: Isn't that amazing?
1: Yeah. And so <laughs> that and really that trivia question because everyone already knows. But okay, cool. So the, um, one of those teams, though, I, that I heard last night um, during that travesty that was a football game against the Chicago Bears, the LA Rams, I heard that they have one of the best second-half defensive performances in the league right now. Can y'all guess how many points accumulative they've allowed in the second half?
0: In seven games. In seven games. games. Uh, I'm going to say 35.
1: Their defense. Their defense. How how many points Uh, against them in the second half? Three points from Ryan. 35 from
2: Thomas. You're talking about all seven Seven games? All all seven games. I'll say...
0: You're doing my bit where you can take the under or sure, the way not. over. He takes a yeah. drastic under. I'll say, four, yes. I'll
2: say 45.
1: 45? Okay, it's 33 points. So okay. oh. Yeah. 30, 30. Brian,
2: you were close. Only off by 30. I think I was trying no, to I price had, right at.
0: I meant to say two threes.
2: Oh. He did say oh. three twice, technically. We just... it was three, three. With some uh, time in between.
1: My my bad. My bad. So, okay. um, Yeah. <laughs> Y'all meet in the middle somehow. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Los Angeles defense... They showed up last night again, and I was I was shocked when I heard that. And um, yeah, I I was kind of doubt like doubtful on them a little bit, but I I really think that after watching that game last night against the Bears, who I thought were up and coming, uh, that defense is wicked scary. But yeah, that was just a couple of trivia questions I had.
2: It um, doesn't surprise me honestly that much when you think about it, because how much time the offense possesses the ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. their defense usually is worn out, and then I think Sean Mc. It's it's a testament to their coaching. Uh, I mean, their halftime adjustments are probably one of the best in the league. So I
0: think it also helps that they have like one of the best rushing offenses. In the yeah, for sure. That helps keep the defense on the sideline.
2: They're just solid both on both
0: sides. I usually in think all three phases. Hard Hard Knocks. Not, not golf. <laughs> I thought Hard Knocks I don't usually think had that teams that I think he's are bad. Mid-ling. He's not. He's yeah, not yeah, a yeah. Lead. No, he's not, he's, no, a he's, a,
2: he's a game manager. I've, yeah, he's. I mean, he's Alex Smith plus. You, yeah, you could put yeah. him
0: like at top twelve, but you could not put him top ten.
2: No, I agree. But I just don't think he's as bad as the last two years have been. Like, no. I think everybody figured him out from I mean, his breakout year, two seasons and then he's ago, had to he like the, make some adjustments. But uh, it was three seasons ago, he's yeah. in the Super Bowl. No, yeah, for sure. But
1: I think uh, <clears throat> with that, I think moving into a couple games real quick. Um, I have a question for you guys. So Cliff Kingsbury. And, uh, the, and the Cardinals had a chance to uh, to beat the Seattle Seahawks prior to going into overtime. And um, Cliff opts to kick a field goal at, on second and 15 with, like, what, 20 seconds left or something in the game. Um, would you guys have ran another play to get the clock down, uh, like thus eliminating that, that, that first made field goal that was, like, null and void because the timeout? Or, or do you think it was, like, a proper call to go... F- for the field goal that's on second and 15 to try and take the W with like 15 to 20 seconds left on the clock.
2: If I if I remember correctly, they were pretty close to being backed up out of field goal range. And so I oh, think yeah. – I think no, It was think a 44-yarder. Yeah, I know. So I think what they were trying to make sure they wouldn't happen was, was their O-line was starting to get gassed. Yeah. And so I think that he was – and Kyler, they had just gotten backed up. Mm-hmm. I think Kyler had just gotten sacked, and so
0: it was a screen that was a loss for us.
2: Okay, yeah. So I agree with it because I mean, 15 seconds. If you get, I didn't have any timeouts. If you get sacked right there, game's over. Game's over. I think uh, that was their only chance at staying. Well, in no, that the game. game's
1: not over because it was tied. It would tied. be a, it would so a tie. It would be. It would be it just, it's overtime regardless. That's that's my question. Is you, no, they
2: kicked the field goal to tie the game.
1: They 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 no they they kicked the first field goal. Made it to win, and then they kicked the second field goal, and they, he pulled it left, and that's why they tied and went to overtime. It was 34-34 going the overtime. I thought that was in the Oh, OT. that was the... I thought that was sorry. A, that was in OT. Yeah, no, that, that was, was the fourth quarter. Okay, yeah, he's right. Yeah, it was the fourth quarter, and then so they they elect to kick the field goal on second and fifteen because they had that I guess that screenplay that was botched. Oh, and then it's a lot to remember. There's a lot of game that was yeah. played that day, <laughs> and then so both teams had one offensive possession, and the the defense shut it out, and then they uh, Arizona is able to go down and kick that second field goal to win the game. I
0: don't think it's a problem. I think the big problem is the fact that uh they didn't have good time management and they had to call a timeout when Zane Gonzalez made that field goal. It was, it's it's not a bad call. You're trying to prevent your offense from getting pushed out of field goal range. It's just, you've got to be prepared to rush the field goal unit onto the field and kick the field goal and not have to call a timeout on your own
3: kicker.
1: Yeah. I think that's, <clears throat> I can't remember if it was Cliff Kingsbury that called the timeout. It was. Okay. So why like that that's another thing is like
2: they were about they were about to why ice your own why um, why ice your own kicker cuz they, they was were about to. to they were about to get a delay of game. Yeah. He had a sh- he had to kick a 49-yard 49-yard field goal to win the game. Yeah. And uh I mean if if they had taken the delay game, they would have Yeah, been
1: out. but he but they got the snap off before the timeout and Just he, barely he made though. it. He beat. made the field goal.
0: It's one of those it's too close to call, and you don't know when – Cliff Kingsbury is not on the uh, – he's not snapping the ball. He doesn't know when that ball is coming. Yeah. He sees it hit zero. I'm calling timeout.
2: Yeah. Um, no, so Aaron, just real quick. Uh, the Cardinals did tie it up with a, with a field goal to go to OT. So that was in the, the first, first no, they,
1: they did, but they, they had an they had a opportunity to win the game on another field goal, and they, they, they missed it.
2: So what I just looked up was 50, 52 seconds left, they scored a field goal to uh tie it up. Yeah. And then the, the Seahawks drove the ball down or had an opportunity to draw the ball down yeah, and they, and they, they couldn't get downfield. The
1: and then at 2 2:48 right, they
2: you're looking at OT. Yeah,
1: that's what I I was positive.
2: Fourth was quarter OT. fourth quarter they the Cardinals tied it up with a field goal. With oh, 52 seconds left. <laughs> God damn it! I'm, I'm looking at that right now too, motherfucker.
1: Jesus fucking Christ. I sound fucking retarded. Okay, yeah. I well, I to be to be honest though, I was so enamored with that fucking game. Like I I, I had no idea that was an, no, it was a crazy was game. overtime.
2: Definitely the craziest game of the year. My Definitely the craziest guys. game in the last several years that I. Feel I like haven't I've seen watched. a game like that
1: yeah. in a long time. Yeah, I was like legit though. Like I I think I started that game like in the middle of the third quarter. And I don't think I took my eyes off the TV because it was just – I don't know. I haven't been that excited about a football game in a long time. I was enamored. It was – were you hammered while you were enamored? (laughs) No,
2: (laughs) I wasn't. I was actually dead sober. But uh, I was uh, drunk off my boy Tyler Lockett. Yeah, what, 48 points or 50.2? 41
1: points, right?
2: 53
1: 53 points. 53? Holy fuck.
0: Oh my god. Dude,
2: the amount of volume he got w- was what more amazed me. 19 targets, 15 receptions, 200 yards, 3 touchdowns. I
0: really want to get I want I'm going to google this right now how much all 22 is cuz I wonder if it, it was just because DK and Metcalf was and I were talking about that on Sunday. So coupled all, up, all, all, all 22 th- is film. Like uh right. Okay, I thought you were trying to watch like all the games at once. No, it's film. Cuz that'd be NFL Game Pass. Uh all 22 $49 I think. 49
3: <laughs>
2: Are you talking about just like... It's more than my gym membership. ...actual film, like scouting film? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Just because I want to see it outside of the, yeah. the lines, because he's focused on the quarterback and the lines. I want to mm-hmm. see where the receivers are doing. So I would assume that they're probably doubling with like a safety in a corner, DK Metcalf, and that's why Lockett was open so no, often. No, not at
2: all. No? No. Oh, you had the all 22 that you're checking this on? No, off? I didn't, but I watched... Uh, Somebody break some it down? Pro, there's some program... Yeah. Um, I think... I think they had... Patrick Peterson. Yeah, I think they it. had Peterson on Lockett. But the routes that yep. he was running Peterson were just... Peterson was on
1: DK. That He
2: was shutting down Oh, DK. he was? Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah, DK had, like, no catches. He had, like, one
2: catch.
1: Yeah. He had two catches off five targets for... I mean, he had that touchdown to that came back. Yards. Patrick Peterson treatment. Yeah. yeah, he had that screen that came off, and they caught called for holding on that number. I mean, I that, mean that was definitely holding. Oh, yeah. I'm not, yeah. not, I'm I'm not, not, I'm not a Third string receiver, 84,
0: yeah. whatever that guy's name was. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That was game right there. Yeah,
1: I, DK jumps into the, lunges into the oh, no. <laughs> to the stands and he turns around. I always hate like, that. What the fuck? <laughs> like, are you fucking? They, they
0: celebrate me? and then they're like, "Oh fuck, you're kidding me." Yeah, right. somebody was <laughs> holding. But him he wouldn't have. Play. He wouldn't have gotten the touchdown if there wasn't that hold. So it was oh, good. No. he wouldn't have got the first down. The play
1: would have been dead. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I heard your uh, New York Football Giants had a W. No, Is they, that true? Wait, no, no, they did what? No. Oh, that's right. They is lost I by one to the, to the Eagles.
2: Are you, by a to mean a whoosh. Hey, <laughs>
0: can I be honest, though? I actually really uh, liked what I saw out of um, Daniel Jones. I think he played a really good game. Straight up, in the NFC East, the Cowboys are clearly the worst team. They're clearly the worst I, team. Yeah, they are. That's I mean, ex- Giants defense is way underrated. Yeah. Eagles are bang- We have the best cornerback in the league. Uh, is he James still? James Bradbury, the Is fourth. he still? Yes, P- PFF, know, yes. Well, I, I was curious because I know Fulgham got a few uh, catches on him, so I wasn't sure. Oh, maybe. That's why I was like, are you sure After it's still? After that game. Yeah. I don't know. I, I still think he's the best cornerback that I've seen this year. But uh, anyways, back to what I was saying. Eagles are really – James Bradbury. Oh, yeah. Eagles yeah. are really banged up. Washington has a good defense. Like, their defense is solid. It's just – they need a quarterback. That's really. Are you comparing their defense against the New York Giants' offensive line? Because I don't think that that's a uh, appropriate. Who? The Eagles' defense. Eagles' defense is still good. It's just they have some missing pieces that are getting injured as well. Yeah.
2: I think they're the third best defense in the NFC East. I think Giants, I, I think that. Washington's the best. Giants.
0: I could agree on that actually, uh, but a healthy Eagles, I think, that's- might be better. Being <laughs> called the smartest. I'm not going to say it. But, uh, <laughs> all of these teams you know are what are Thomas or Aaron <laughs> already said the R word. So.
3: <laughs>
0: all of these teams are trash. You just got to accept that.
2: Yeah. I, I, but I'm, I think Washington's going to win In the division, a
0: but, really uh, depressing way, I am happy we are losing games because hopefully we'll have a new GM that You're, doesn't spend all of our picks on, uh, you, interior defensive line. you ready for uh week 17 win? Guaranteed that you get at least two? Oh, is that Cowboys week yeah. 17? Yeah. Oh, Bless them. Boy, hey, hey, well, actually, speaking of like you know, teams are going to be picking low in the draft. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is starting to hint that he's going to come back for his senior year. He, if I, if I'm him, I'm doing it too. Why? That, why not? Because he's what, not
2: what, going to he's gonna get drafted be, by
1: the Jets. Not if you.
2: He, it if doesn't it, what, matter. You take guaranteed money over the possibility of, of getting hurt uh, and not exactly. being able to play football for the rest I, of. your I'm life, sorry, man. but he he would be Having completely done for that. You can you who, can
1: go get paid and then get out of Darnold. the league and go back to school and get your get your degree. Look
0: like, at third overall pick is Sam Darnold, dude kidding? that's still multi million. There's it's been like, so that's, many. That's there's money. been
2: so many players that I've said they're going to go back for their senior year that end up just going to the draft because it's guaranteed money. Their parents talk them into it. Their fr- their family talks them into it. Uh, who was I reading about the other day that did that? He just needs um, to do
0: the Elway. Um, Bo Jackson and all that sort of situation Eli yeah. Manning just I'm not playing for this organization Yeah say what you will, will about Eli Manning It ended up working out for him it worked I mean, out for both teams at, Yeah I guess it did I don't think Phil Eli Berger's, I mean never did anything but yeah I mean they got to the AFC championship twice Like yeah. that's not nothing Not every team gets to win the Super Bowl every year It's true Just every couple of years would be nice I don't know Oh yeah, it's been a darn. while. It's I been miss so it. long for you. I miss it. That was a good day. Um, but yeah, uh, Evan Ingram had two drop balls. Evan Ingram since basically 2017 oh, has, he has the, the most drops by a tight end. Yeah, he's, I think it's 21 drops. To that's all? why they put him in motion and just have him do these like little flare routes and um, jet jet sweeps. All he had to do was, was extend his hands, What's, and you guys yeah. win that What's game. What's weird is I'm sorry,
2: but you don't. At that point in the game, you don't go to your. Like, you don't make the tight end the pivot. I know he's basically your best receiver, but still, like.
0: He's our. Well, I guess he's not our best receiver because he can't catch the damn ball. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you don't. He's our in, most athletic receiver. At I that, would say
2: that. At that point in the game, I like, with as much. With what lies in that catch, I don't know why you would, like, do I a know. We were over the shoulder basket. It was that
0: throw was great. He was the most open. Everything yes. about that play was the right call, except. For but the I think fact that was a design. Was I think
2: that was a design play for him. It I, was like I don't. It wasn't That's like a. It wasn't. A, it wasn't several people running routes and then him just like looking downfield. It was. It was a fade to. I think Ingram. It was the
0: second read on that. But, yes, it was ultimately designed for him and then I think Sterling Shepard on the other side of the ball. So maybe this is just, you know, furthering for their offensive coordinator to say, yeah, we need to not design shit for him anymore. Yeah, and he was on the trade block, and they took him off the trade block. Because you're not going to get anything for him. That's probably why they did.
2: O.J. Howard 2.0.
0: Dude. He was drafted before O.J.
2: Howard. But now he's become O.J. Howard.
0: Yeah. It's... Really sad. He was actually a really good player his rookie year, which is not normal for tight ends. And he's just like, gets worse. Can't block. Like, he's not even really a tight end. If you can't no, block, not. you're not a tight end.
1: It's just a hybrid wide receiver. That's yeah, smaller than Jimmy Graham that lines up in the slot. <laughs> I know. He's
0: smaller than Jimmy Graham. Yeah. If you're going to make a, a comparison, like Jimmy I'll Graham say though, catches balls. With how he
2: looked initially a yeah, draft? Like, no, no, with how initially he looked in his rookie year, like oh, was, oh, I man. I would I don't know, I don't I mean I can't tell you off the top of my head, but I would bet that it's a very low percentage of snaps where uh like where Kittle I, mean, I know Kelsey blocks a ton, but where Kittle is blocking a lot. Like well, it's he's not I mean he's basically a wide receiver that has a tight end designation. That's I think what they want to do with Ingram. But I wouldn't say that you're not a tight end if you can't block but you're much more useful if you are.
0: You also get less money when yeah, you're for sure. negotiating as a tight end. For sure. Um, but, it, yeah, so um, Carson Wentz looked pretty good. Um, he's kind of this interesting thing where he has these unbelievable plays and then like four or five boneheaded ones. I just can't figure this fucking dude out.
1: I think I think part of that, like watching that game, is I noticed that you know when the pocket collapses and he has a chance to get mobile, like he, he's he's as good, not like not better, but as good as Russell Wilson at, at letting things develop. But when that pocket collapses, ninety five percent of the time in that situation, he has no chance to let something develop, and it's it's just like I. It, I think it's, a, like, a loss of mobility on his end from, like, you know, the, the injuries. injuries. yeah. But... It's a good point. Like, you know, from watching that the other day, like, I I kind of... I was like, okay, like, I can see these, like... I can see glimpses of, like, that former self, but they definitely need to make some improvements on that line because it's suffering right now. Oh, it's... For it's, him to be able to even... It's a good I know line. Healthy. healthy. I think, like, week, yeah.
2: week two or something, I know Brian and I both had watched, like, a, a film of him where it was being broken down and everything, and... It was like, I think one of Wentz's worst games. But, uh, like, the conclusion of it was, like, and he pulled a few other games in there, too. Was it
1: that Washington game that they came back from that deficit? Is that the game you're talking no, about? No, they didn't like win. Or? They
2: won't win. He just had, okay. like, he had, like, one of his worst QBR games. Was it the Rams? Maybe. I think but,
0: over the first four weeks, Wentz was, like, the, rated the worst quarterback. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But the conclusion of it was, Wentz makes great, like, decisions, but he executes them terribly. Huh. To where, like, he lets things develop. He finds poc- or he finds windows, but doesn't make the throws. You well, know, is that
1: is that is that like a yips thing?
2: Like it might be where he,
1: it's just like because it, it's I some mean, of them like he, he makes the move and he throws and he misses a guy by ten yards. that can't hit a fucking bomb I mean, door with you a could Honestly, you could absolutely like, make
2: the argument that it w- that it, that it's uh, you know not having any OTAs or any preseason. Yeah, I was about like, to say he has looked a lot better. Thinking, yeah. yeah, he's looked a lot better over the last few weeks. So. I mean, there are definitely some players that have been that way. I mean, imagine, like, look how much better Gronk has looked over the last three games. Oh, God, yeah. Compared Exactly. And not having OTAs, not having pre, it just uh, preseason. Took the, it took the guy a minute to exactly. get
1: back in football shape. And I agree. I think we all talked about that. They're like, you know, not necessarily preseason, but OTAs and minicamps and stuff, having the the ability to, to get back into the group of things. But um, I can see that with Carson Wentz as well. Um, are there any other quarterbacks that you think are kind of slowly like coming back to their true form. It seems
2: like not slowly coming back to true form, but can we talk about how fucking amazing Justin Herbert is?
0: Yeah. Uh, wow. Didn't watch that
2: one. And can we, Oh, okay. Well <clears throat> go back and watch it. And then Thomas, I want to go back and I want to f- watch it next week. We'll talk about it, but I want to go back and find a clip. I think of week one of the NFL, I was trashing were, him. Where you talked about how yeah, like, was he's him. a nobody and no, he's yeah. not going to be good yeah we were having the no, we, debate about I say this every
0: week that I was wrong guys. yes oh I, I didn't hear that okay but Brian and I Brian agreed with me that we're waiting for the game where he like he's, it's inevitable it's going to happen it happened in Oregon I, I don't think him. it Absolutely. will now just because he's going to have my, a bad game big, well yeah he'll have a bad game but I'm saying like I think he's going to bounce back my biggest concern for him was pressure like he folded under
1: pressure a lot in Oregon and he is not
0: which by the way on the has one of the best offensive line prospects in um football for the last 10 years That's
1: not fair though with the with the Oregon like argument though because they have a history of having quarterbacks that do like a bunch of like like dump sweep screens and short out routes and they don't really like trust their quarterbacks to throw down the field they play like very heavy in the backfield let the let the receiver make the move You're right so,
0: that that wasn't the case with Herbert. I promise. It, it I was, watched it, him a lot. It, well, he,
1: he had more deep balls than Mariota, or, or yeah. more balls that went for ten yards plus. Different but at the guy. same time, they still had him like like execute a lot of plays that were out that actually of actually backfield dump balls. which makes a
2: ton of sense of why probably Anthony Lynn wanted him because that's like his. Oh, a lot of their offense. that's well, yeah. a lot of how how his how it was how his, how he wants his offense to be. Yeah, yeah. that's his, why uh, he wanted Tyrod. That's what he was trying to do with Tyrod just to like fill the gap but it's probably what he wanted originally with Herbert and then Herbert like the sweep screen yeah yeah, yeah. he's a running see. like he's a running back like yeah. he's like thinks that way you know like yeah he's a run first offensive mind
0: hmm. I was about to say how Herbert uh, I know during college he had inconsistency problems with his deep ball and he does not have that in the NFL right now
1: Yeah that that might be that, that might link I, I, I haven't watched a lot of like Oregon film but that might be a correlation of like receivers just not having that top tier speed to be able to like. I mean, Keenan, trace those Al- balls Keenan Allen
2: ability. Yeah, Keenan yeah,
0: Allen yeah. and Mike Williams, like they yeah. they have a really good. They wide can receiver can trace, Gino.
1: catch, turn their heads, different, yeah, and, and make the play. Um, yeah, but Justin Herbert, like, <laughs> I would kill to have him on the Cowboys right now.
2: Oh yeah. my God, dude, I'd kill to have Sam Darnold right now.
1: Speaking of getting killed, <laughs> uh, I kill was to listening have to, have to the radio the other line. day, and I was I was. uh Hearing it, y'all, like, I'm, I'm assuming y'all saw that that hit Andy Dalton took. Yeah. And I was listening to a segment and uh, Mike Bask was talking about on, on the fan, talking about how like in baseball, if you go after somebody, like you're gonna have retaliation in basketball, if somebody goes after somebody, you'll have retaliation in football, you'll have the offensive line come up and get in that guy's face. Oh yeah. Dalton goes down, nobody I forgot the I forgot the linebacker's name. It is disgusting. Vander Bosch, Bostic, no, 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 nobody yeah, gets in Bostic's face. Even though, even though it may, may not have been intentional, he may have been committed to the hit. Nobody got in his face to disgusting. let him know what happened. It pissed yeah. me off. It, it shows, pissed, it shows yeah. that our team has given up at a fundamental level that is That's like no that is just beyond reproach, and it pisses me off. Yeah.
2: Now the team's definitely quit. The only the only argument I can think of to justify it is that like what. Like, what starter do we have on the offensive line? Still, like,
1: but you still, rallying, Cowboys. man. Like,
2: no, I get that. I get that. I'm just saying, like, you think about these dudes that don't have really a whole lot of game time. Some of them, some of them rookies. Some of them are just like practice squad guys or backups yeah. that are like, okay, like, you know, suspension is the difference between me getting a game check and not. Well, and I, I
1: get that too. And I like, I was thinking about this as well. Is that maybe two series? Prior to this incident happening, Annie Dalton got obliterated on one play and he goes on the sideline. And you, if you can read lips, great. If not, he was cussing these guys out on the sideline. Just like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Blah, 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 blah. Like, get your shit together. And in the back of my mind, I don't want to, I don't want to like speak this into existence, but I'm thinking, like, okay, maybe these guys are pissed off at him for what they said because maybe a culmination of that, like, hey, like, we're here to get like, like game checks because our livelihood, like, like yeah. lives on this and so I, I don't know I thought it was a bad move for the team not to rally behind them but I agree yeah, it, it, does, just, it definitely doesn't unsettling. it definitely does not uh
2: it does not look good does not look good but I think the entire team's quit I I know like do nobody ever talked about how much like no matter how much they were losing under Jason Garrett you never heard players speaking out um, no. but reporters are saying more and more how many how many like cowboy players are talking about how unprepared the coaching staff is And how, uh, like, just much of how much of a shit show it is there. There, Like, they hate Mike Nolan, and uh, I I haven't heard so much bad stuff about McCarthy necessarily, but um, definitely, like, the defense is not behind Mike Nolan in any way, shape, or form.
0: There is only one leader currently on the Cowboys, and he's not there in the locker room. And I think it's very clear, and that's Dak. Dak. Yeah, for sure. He was the glue that held them together for sure. It's obvious. Especially from last week, which was a I mean, was we're going to lose ass. him. He's not
1: going to be with it. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. I think he's going I to the Colts. He's gone. He's Indianapolis.
2: A, yeah. Oh, really? No, I he's going to be. He's going to be a Colt.
0: I really think so. Huh? They have the money. Yeah. They just need the quarterback. That's all they need. You yeah. Think, that's Do you, true. you think
1: his deal will exceed that five-year, one seventy-five, or whatever that Jerry offered him, or do you think it's going to be? I don't think it matters. That?
0: I think he. he at he's this done. point, I would feel jaded. Yeah, I would the Cowboys. I would too. As long as I can get somewhere close to that number. You think there's
1: that much bad blood that happened with those negotiations I think,
2: I think it's like, a it just Earl like, like Earl Thomas th- thing where he they were like you know, he wanted he held out for no, I know it's not the same situation, but like after Earl Thomas got injured and when he uh, you know, when he um, oh, had held Tom out Pete, for so yeah. long yeah. and then came back for his team, got oh. injured and then you, you would you ever expect him to sign with the Seahawks? No. Yeah, I, I don't expect that, too. I think, I don't know. I think it's a possibility, like, if Jerry offers him enough money, um, because I think he still loves the city, like,
1: fans, yada, yada,
2: fans, yada. teammates. But, um, I don't want to see him
1: waste away four more years and just not, like, nah. I, I don't think if he wins a championship by 31, it won't happen. I don't think so I want him to go somewhere where yeah. he can get what's due to him and win that. I mean, this, and as this, to be
2: honest, as much, sorry, uh, to be honest, as much as I love him too, I think we'd bankrupt any future of those four years that we would have with as many holes as we have across the entire team. It wouldn't
0: happen. This team it, is in dire need of a rebuild, and it won't happen. Yeah. But so it's just gonna be wasted years.
1: Yeah. He'll he'll put up good like decent numbers, but <clears throat> I, I think if he does that, he's gonna be like Dante Cole 2.0 with a shit line, great receivers, and like his body will just get. Yeah. We already saw it happen. So yeah, it's it's not feasible. So. Yeah, I, I was just—I was really caught off guard with that, especially the reaction from um, his teammates, not really sticking up for him. I don't know kind of what the whole locker room situation is right now. What
2: locker was... room? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Did you guys have any other games or anything that stuck out to y'all? Uh, lions, lions. Yeah. Uh, with
2: <laughs> TJ, T. J. Ketchinson, it, well, not well, TJ Dropinson. Who
1: was it that <laughs> that tried to lay down on the one yard line, but they ended up Todd Gurley. <laughs>
2: Do you remember that? He's done that he's done that so many times. He did that so many times in college, he did that so many times in like regular season.
0: Everybody is giving crap to Todd Gurley. You need to be giving credit to the Detroit Lions defense. No, for sure. Carried him basically without actually carrying him, and made sure that he was scoring. I mean, they were no, no, they did not. No, he
2: He broke, he broke free. He had, he he had five yards to run in, and then he like stopped on
0: him. He was trying. Yes, dude, go back, go back and
2: watch the video. I will. He did not. He had nobody on him. I agree
0: with Brian here. I'm sorry. I,
2: I yeah, (laughs) he had a linebacker carrying him into the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll pull it up right here.
0: Please do. Yeah. Do you remember this is from the Super Bowl though? The Patriots Giants Super Bowl when Ahmad Bradshaw yeah. accidentally fell into the end yeah. zone. that wasn't as big of a deal though. I think because I don't there remember what minute the score left. was. Same deal. Uh, I, I thought the score was it was going to be by eight points that they needed. Uh, the Patriots. What was the Did score? We won that game by eight points. No, That's it, was a, it was a seven point game. Okay. Anyways, hey, watch this.
1: Super Bowl Forty Six. What a time to be alive. Nathaniel's currently showing Brian the play. Let's see how that guy stayed. The on The guy it. stayed on he him. St- He's uh, no, 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 okay. three yard. He, okay. he
2: he he clearly got there. So He's not falling forward. Watch. He's not falling. He got
0: there and then he tried to stop on the rules. angles. He forgot.
2: He even said it. in the post. He even said in post oh, game he that he forgot.
0: Sounds like he said I it was a mental a mistake. Honestly, I, oh. I think it's good on him. You're you're on a trash team right now. Get your get your stats up for next year. He's oh, being dragged. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and then he tries to stop, but he had too much momentum going. No, forward. No, but he Here's didn't try. Point.
2: He didn't try and stop because he had too much momentum going forward. He tried to stop because he forgot that he like to lay down. Okay. He he even said post game that it was a mental mistake on his part.
0: Uh, my point was more. If the defense had not been like on him as much, he would have had time to think of that. Oh, for sure! Like and, he would have
2: had more time to like. I mean, correct himself. Watching the defense
0: defensive players run up and literally saying "touchdown, touchdown" mm-hmm. was hilarious.
2: And honestly, I, like I didn't even think about it at that point. I was like, in my mind, I was like, "Oh, cool! Falcons scored another touchdown." And, that, and then I was like, "Why is like uh, why are the Detroit defensive players like celebrating?" Um, and then I was like, oh shit. I was like, yeah, kick a field goal. You're done. Yep.
1: Mm. Yeah. So, uh, did you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about with football or anything or any other football points or we all want to move on to another thing or. Yeah, it was, it was
0: good. oh cool, um, man.
1: So I guess we got, we got well, I forgot what it's, it's a uh, dingers, it's, uh, dingers and piss missiles, dingers, uh, and, piss dingers missiles. and piss missiles. Yes. Piss missiles. Yeah. With, yeah, with uh, Dr. Owen, the 2006 reigning, uh, batting, batting, uh, cage champ and, uh, Nathaniel <sighs> Erickson, the, uh, 2003. If by batting cage uh, champ, you
2: mean taking fastballs to the chest, getting ready for <laughs> hockey tryouts. <laughs> next year. <laughs> 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 Only 364 more days until <laughs> hockey tryouts.
0: There would never be that much time in between hockey tryouts. Let's be real
2: by the way hockey no remember it was the day after his hockey tryout and he what said
0: are you guys referring to right now to uh happy gilmore happy gilmore
1: i haven't seen that in like 20 years dude he doesn't make the team and he goes to the batting cages afterwards, okay. starts taking fastballs to the chest mm. i thought you were just making a joke
0: no no we're making sports movie references yeah. where are you at uh, what else were we here for I'm Carrollton. <laughs> do
2: you even know who kevin costner is
1: <laughs> have you not seen field of dreams have or you not know seen for the, love the for the love of the game? How have you, you know not a- seen of podcast, dude? He runs from arrows. He embraces the arrow and he becomes the arrow. That's pretty fucking hardcore. Right have you there. seen that
0: natural? Yeah. You know who Robert Redford is. It's
1: a
2: great movie. It's a fantastic. Have you not movie. seen Butch Cassidy seen, and
1: Sundance Kid? Have you ever <laughs> you seen Eight I mean, Men we, Out? <laughs> have you seen The Godfather? Have you not seen that 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 movie Adrift with him or whatever? When he like doesn't say one word except for fuck at the very end. <laughs> can we do a movie podcast?
2: We'll <laughs> call it the unwatchables. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brian's <get> currently
0: <laughs> sitting on the desk with Ooh, his ha- head don't, in hand. Don't let me forget, at the end of the podcast, I have a uh, spoopy movie recommendation. Yeah, You're asking me to remember
2: that? Is it called The Devil's Weejacks?
1: Uh, no, it's not. It's not called The Devil's Weejacks? I guarantee it's, you guys have it an inconvenience. Oh my, my gosh,
0: should I just break my.
1: Nobody cares about headphones. the next Marvel movie, Thomas.
0: No, it's not. Is it A24? It's not A24.
1: Is it like a Just
0: th- remind me to tell you later. Okay. Hey, K- in, in like it's not. an hour, uh can you can you tell us this spooky movie? I would like to hear about dingers and piss missiles.
2: Oh, we just gonna talk about a little bit of what was COEs and how it's so interesting.
0: Men choose, yes, men let's choose. Game four is gonna be remembered for a long
2: time. Yes it is. That?
0: We, was that the one where they like missed the uh throw in from center field Wait, or whatever? Two errors. There's two, two errors, errors in the same play Yeah. It's not going to be just remembered because of that. It was an awesome game. Yeah. It no. was a back and forth.
2: Yeah. And all oh, three, yeah. I watched it. All uh, three phases.
0: Uh, all three phases. What's the third phase in baseball? Umpiring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. It has
2: actually been a really well umpired uh, game because they ha- umped. Um, umpired ump Umpt?
0: team.
1: Yeah, I think called. Well called. Yeah, well, well called. called. Game.
2: Well officiated.
1: Officiated, that's good. Um, well zebraed game.
2: <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, I one of my main takeaways, I, I honestly don't care who wins out of these two teams because I think they're two of the most likable teams. Are you really yeah. surprised
0: that you would be okay with the Rays getting a World Series before the Rangers?
2: I don't, I don't care about that. Okay. I, like, that, to me, doesn't matter. I, I think the rate, for me... I, I've always looked at the Rays as, like, the Athletics, where they're a poor team with a terrible fan base, but a loyal fan base, and just have owners that aren't willing to put money into the team where they deserve. And Can you be terrible and loyal at the same time?
0: As in, they don't have the Small. numbers? They don't have the numbers. Yes. No, they
2: don't, yeah. So, like, um, they're they're historically not a good franchise. Sure. Um, Even I know that. But they... Yeah, I mean the A's. Yeah, the A's have are.
0: a, have a uh, very good movie about them. So. They do. How bad could they be? But,
2: but with the Rays, like no matter how good they've been over the last like ten years, they've had several really good seasons. And I mean the last three or four seasons, they've I think they've won the division uh, two to three times out of the last four seasons. Like if they're they've just been a really they've done a really great job at developing players and keeping them and no matter what they do fans don't want to come
1: well they've always been in the hunt since like the Carl Crawford days with David Price like it's not like they've been yeah. to shit they just they've they they not like they not like, yeah. like gone above like that threshold that so i i mean they I mean, they, to the they, they, they have
2: but i'm saying like with rangers fans right like it doesn't matter how far we go like fans show up uh and like i sometimes i want to make the argument that you know they play in st petersburg and so like I, it's it's kind of a shitty drive from Tampa. Huh?
0: They play in Russia, huh? St. <laughs> Petersburg, Florida.
2: Yeah. Ah, so you have to drive. Very different. From if Saint you're Petersburg like in Russia. Tampa uh, proper, you have to drive across a bridge, and it's like it terrible like to get there. But at the minutes. same time, we have to drive to Arlington, uh, and thirty sucks. But you know, oh, we've done that plenty of times. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, just they they they've never been able to attract fans. But, honestly, Miami has always had the same issue, too. So, maybe, like, Florida is just not a good baseball state. Is I mean, Florida just
1: people, filled with a bunch of geriatrics and cokeheads? Yeah, so like but the coke they fill up really like... football
2: stadiums. They fill up college football stadiums. That, I don't know how, like, uh, the lightning attendance is, but... It's pretty good. Yeah, so, I mean, I just don't know what it is with baseball, but...
0: I mean, Foxborough from just, Boston is, like... Oh, it's only 30 minutes. I thought it was pretty It's crazy, too, to because,
2: know. like, the, sp- like... Spring training show up show out is quite a bit, but obviously that's a lot of people traveling from New England and from the Midwest. Uh, So, I mean, maybe that's part of it. My whole point is just like, I've always felt like, you know, the rays are like a fun franchise with like, they're, they've always been super likable. Uh, They don't get into a whole lot of drama and, uh, they just have like a lot of... I mean, probably a lot of it was watching Evan Longoria.
1: Does he still play for them?
2: No, he got traded two, two, two years ago to San Francisco. Is he related oh, to shit. Eva
0: Longoria? Oh, no, I wish. Huh. Hmm. Why do you wish that? I don't know. Because she's hot? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know, but I don't <laughs> good for it's him. It's a weird <laughs> wish to have, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would be weird. God, I wish. <laughs> Way to get that whap, dude.
2: Uh, no, but I mean, you know, it, it'd be... uh. Obviously, I want to see the the Dodgers vindicated for you know the whole Astros thing. I will say I was very. For those you know know who caught this,
1: vindicated like Bernie. What does vindicated mean?
2: Uh, redeemed. Yeah, like redeemed.
0: Vindicated. Wow. I am yeah. Selfish, for somebody I am wrong. that has
2: never heard a da- uh, dashboard confessional song,
0: it's okay. None of these guys knew what pariah um, victory was. I'm
1: sorry, I cut you off. I
2: will uh, say boy, the other man. night. Uh, did you hear Brian Doctor oh. oh. Owen? Did you hear Joe Buck's like actually calling the Astros cheaters and talking yeah. about? I was like, "Thank you for acknowledging it. Thank you for doing what most yeah. other broadcasts have not done." For our listen, he literally called them out as cheaters and said how the Dodgers were. Uh,
1: Wait, he did an on-air monologue on air, not some off thing like about, during like, the flyovers, game flyovers, but like yeah. an actual on no. Air. Like
2: he oh, literally wow. talked about it for like a minute plus. So now, <laughs> bro, bro, go Joe.
1: Did he have to apologize afterwards or?
2: No. Just,
1: so nice. for, our,
0: for our listeners, um, Nathaniel and I give Joe Buck a lot of crap because we do not like his baseball commentary. There's a lot we can say about it, generally speaking. Football, we think he is he's actually pretty decent. But to have Joe Buck come through here and – not slob a knob of some player And instead talk about An actual problem in baseball Slob was great. a knob Drip drip on my stick lick, yeah. lick on, wow.
2: Is he like putting WD-40 On a doorknob or something yeah. Is that what you're talking yes, about It's exactly
0: what he's doing Yeah. yeah. It just happens to it. be Madison Bumgarner's doorknob <laughs> I
2: wouldn't have a problem I, I think if, if he was to do If he was to do Two to three uh, Regular season games <laughs> a season, I would have less of a problem with him. I have a problem with any announcer that comes in and does, uh, just the
0: world for the, for
2: the amount of different sports that he broadcasts for. I have the same problem when he does, like a ma- a major for golf, I'm like he's not doing that anymore though, is he? He had uh, probably not this year. Like he did somewhat of the Masters last year. Does not yeah. Buck he have a good baseball.
0: whispering
1: voice? Doesn't he just do baseball though? Like out of respect for his dad? No, he like, does it. Because, no, he like doesn't a, have he, a good
2: whispering voice. He does then it because how does he do golf. Uh, Cause <laughs> just because he has a contract with Fox.
1: I thought his dad was like a like a lifetime, not lifetime, but like his dad he was, he was one defender with the Cardinals. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I always thought it was like more of like paying homage to his father, so he was able to
2: just. So I think once, I think Joe had gotten into it, into broadcasting, uh, working for like one of the major New York, uh, local New York uh, stations. And then he went, like got a national broadcasting deal. Okay. But I mean, I'm sure some of that's nepotism from his father, but yeah. I, I think he's a, I think he's a fantastic. We overlook uh, it because he's very good. Yeah. At football. No, for sure. At, yeah. At least. And uh, well, at, he's knowledge, one, he's definitely knowledgeable call. about baseball. And you know, yes, I, I think I think for Brian and I, it's always been more like we're somewhat baseball purists, and that like I listen to the same announcers for every single game that they play, and so like they know everything in and out. And it's the to, same with hockey. To expect, yeah, to expect Joe Buck to come in and know a season's worth of information, I think it, on our parts is probably unfair. A, a reporter's or an announcer's job is to announce the game they're getting copy from people that work for them or work for the network and are providing them with the stats and details so like i think i at some sometimes unfair to him but he does some he is sometimes a blowhard and like uh what
0: a blowhard blowhard. what
2: what's that when you he, like he blow blows hard.
0: hard from okay tom falls whatever he, he, like he, he pumps up a player way right yeah. too much yeah, yeah. He, oh, he he finds the like, player up
2: like i guarantee you i haven't been listening to the like, broadcast uh, i've been listening to each one of these he's watching blowing
0: his mouth no no okay so he's pumping up players <laughs> like giving that them oxygen? Are not... i got it i was making a joke you i can, know but can, I like to like, took give, give more reference and all that he's <laughs> he's talking about madison bumgarner whenever he's like not even playing he, he might yeah. his team might be literally playing. he's yes. doing this yes
2: oh no i mean not not right now but oh, like yeah. in like the all the world series is all the uh nlcs is and stuff that this giants have played in you know he has been he, talking he, about uh yeah.
0: clayton kershaw a little bit whenever clayton's not pitching like why yeah. are we talking about clayton kershaw why are we not talking about the players on the field the player at bat or the pitcher that is there right then
2: right so I, and i and i I'm glad you brought that up, Ryan. I was thinking about it the other day, actually. I think what sometimes we don't think about is, honestly, on local broadcasts for regular season games, how much dead air there is sometimes. And in nationally broadcasted games, whether it be like a regular season game, like Sunday night baseball for ESPN and stuff, like they're constantly filling it with content because yeah. you're. That's like the one time you have to keep ratings. Mm. And honestly, baseball ratings have never been higher. Uh, the World Series game was uh, the World Series game four was um, had a higher rating than any of the uh, NBA Finals games. Yeah.
0: yeah, It's not a surprise Easily,
2: Like each one of these games have had a higher rating than any of the NBA Finals games.
1: I think Rude. To to like to get get back to your point Nathaniel about like It's my favorite sport. About like national syndicates having having those contracts for like World Series like NLCS, ALCS. It's kind of frustrating, like, to your point, that we can't go watch, like, Fox Sports Southwest and, like, those guys that literally put out a whole season's worth of baseball. 100%. To call those games. And they know all the ins and outs, not just within the team, but within, like, farm systems. They know the guys that are coming up, like, outside of those farm systems. As a- and I think that's that's far more entertaining for me, even though it be, might be more cut and dry compared to, like, your big voice, like, announcers. But um, I, I think it's almost like a... like. You said that you and Brian have that that purest perspective. It's it's kind of frustrating that you don't have that insight into the game, and you just hear stuff. that's just like, okay, I don't know if I necessarily agree with this because it doesn't sound like well, if they don't know the full like story why this person might be in this situation because of the whole backstory. And I think fans within y'all's position miss out a lot of like from that whole season backstory because of the national narrative to sell viewership. And it's 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 really frustrating because I'd rather watch. If if the Rangers were in a World Series, I'd rather watch like Fox Sports Southwest than go put on Fox. Or yeah, I mean, I, I don't I
0: got uh, got a little surprise for you as a hockey fan and all that. Um, all the Stars games turned off commentary. Didn't really care for Doc Emmerich. He retired. He was good. I don't think he was as good towards the end. But I just threw on uh, ninety six point seven. And listen to our local broadcasters. Yeah, and that's something you yeah. can do for. Oh uh, yeah, I'd, ra-
1: I'd rather listen to uh, Eric Nadell all day. Yeah, for sure. But like, that's
2: what one of the great things about MLB TV is you can literally mm-hmm. choose the audio feed that goes with your video, and you can listen to Eric Nadell calling the games while you're. No shit. Yeah, which but the thing that talks about that is you, you have, have to use a freaking VPN. <laughs> or by everything's
0: ML, MLB TV. Oh
2: yeah, I mean I don't care about that, but it's just like I hate the fact that I can. By MLB TV, and then I can't watch Rangers or Astros games, like while I'm in Texas because yeah. it's. Like, it's out. A... But yeah, anyway, uh I mean it's been a great World Series so far. Like I haven't, I don't feel like I've watched it in depth as much as I wanted to.
1: Has it? Have they started playing already? Yeah, they're yeah. At the top of the second right What's now. This, is there a score? One zero second. last. One yeah. zero. Who who's up? Rays. Rays. Who, who's pitching the night uh Benny Snell. Benny, Benny Snell and Benny, Benny? Snell. Yeah. And yeah. that's for uh,
2: And uh that's uh, Snell's for the race. And Wood for yeah. the Dodgers. So like two awesome Snell, I think uh he was in the Cy Young, Cy Young race this year. I think he's gonna get it. I think he might, yeah. For they L, at least.
1: The Clayton Kershaw pitch last night. Yeah, and he did yeah. fairly well. They no, pulled they pulled him early. Or yeah. the night before. Okay, so this has been him. a that post. Was Sunday. That was Sunday. They pulled him early. So do you think tonight if it goes to like the eighth inning they have like a Roger Clemens scenario. Oh, no. where they, no, they're they going to save him, him for out game to, seven if needed. Yeah. So they're down in the series. No, yeah.
2: the Dodgers are up three, two, but I'm okay. saying if it comes to a game seven, they're going to want him. Well, I'm saying
1: if they have potential for to like a close the start. game out, they wouldn't bring him out to close it. If they're up, no. by one. no, yeah. if
2: anything, they'll, he wouldn't start a game seven, but if they needed him to come in, uh, like they did, they, they brought him in for game seven of the 2017 world series. Um, if they had him like as a back of the bullpen piece, kind of like an ace in the hole, they would absolutely do that.
0: But mm-hmm. not game six, especially off one day of rest, and yeah. he has already been I mean, if, injured if throughout Roger these If Roger the playoffs.
1: Rocket can do it, I mean, shit. Clayton Kershaw, man, step up, make a name for yourself. So, sell some baseball He's, cards. Kid. This,
2: this has been his redemption uh, playoffs, though. I mean...
0: I mean, 2017 should have been. He did great
2: up yeah, until the for finals. sure, and I mean Where that was, was trash that was one of the things Joe Buck was saying, like how Kershaw always gets a bad rep for uh, being a, you know, it in big games, choke, choking in, yeah. in the playoffs, wow. and the Astros took like caused that kind of.
1: Is Cody Bellinger still? Um, yes. Like, yeah. Is he still like an is he still MVP like candidate? Per- okay. Yeah, he's great. But it's yeah. probably gonna be Freddie Mookie. Dreaming uh a
0: lot of
2: people are leaning freddie okay maybe yeah
1: do they still have that redhead that plays like center field or whatever with all the tattoos and like really long red hair uh, no
2: bellinger's uh, the the center fielder uh, you're talking about uh just justin turner yeah, yeah turner they he's they the third him? baseman so okay. Yeah. okay yeah and another redhead uh, <laughs> may joining
1: that mm-hmm. club thomas yeah.
0: I told you, we don't talk to him.
1: So. <laughs> it's so it's is it because of the eyebrows being so la- the no eye- eyebrows speaking of, thing. Speaking of gingers last week, Nathaniel, uh, so I was telling Thomas and Brian that I think this is the first time in NFC East history there's two uh, gingers starting at quarterback, Carson Wentz and uh, Annie Dalton. So I told my mom that and she was like, wait, what's a ginger? I was like, well, look at Thomas. She's like, what about him? I was like, I think. She's like, I don't know. I was like, they have red hair, they have no souls, and they have like, yeah.
0: You said to pale. your mom yeah. this <laughs> slander. <laughs> the truth? This I was trying to like bullshit <laughs> that was created by South Park in <laughs> 2007. Hey, why do you care if you have a soul or not? No, it was like 2004.
2: Yeah, so like you're worried yeah, would... about what how, what's going to happen to your soul.
1: And your defense uh, she took up for you. I, like, I got soul. Guys, I got soul. I'm
0: just not a soldier, okay?
2: Yeah. Well, to go off that point with the whole uh, Dodgers I mean, picture, the killer's reference—I so... don't know. That's yeah. May. when I was in. We had the. We were at my sister's uh, cabin, um, that was like right next to ours. Was it in the woods? Yes, it's a cabin in the woods. Good movie. Um, it was the la- actually the last house on the left. Oh, oh was it really? Dude,
1: that yeah. was, uh, uh, that's on Netflix. Right it was now, actually. Amazon. It was, I was like, actually. I don't want to watch that ever. It was day. actually the last Dad house Ray. on the left. Oh my God! No, <laughs> was it really? No, 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 no. Yeah.
2: Oh my god, I have to show you I had to show you guys a TikTok later because I saw it like two nights before oh. we left. Dude, it's so freaky. I saw it two nights before we left and I don't like, want to go anymore. I would no 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 no, two nights before we le- actually left to come back here. Oh, okay. But I uh, the last two nights it was pretty much just like me, my sister, my mom, my dad, and then like my sister's family. Um but I was like outside by myself late at night multiple times. And I was getting so freaked out thinking i was seeing stuff like in it's the woods because so this is oh, the way it should be um but anyway so we were watching the world series and the was kind of you know grouped up everywhere when i took that picture of the long-headed uh long red-haired uh one that we call may um and <laughs> send it to you guys i had first taken it because my sister was sitting off the couch and she was like um she's like i'm sorry but he is so homely which is like another word for ugly it's like uh, a nice like, word for ugly yeah yes. it's a nice word for ugly homely and it's yes. homely yes and so then i wait, take what, the picture, what the
1: picture fuck is the etymology behind that like
2: it's like homely? it's the it's always been the proper yeah you know they stay
0: stay at home, <laughs> they home and yeah. have yeah. sex <laughs> with each other yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's not what it actually is, but They're like that joke. It's, uh, <laughs> it's an old word for ugly, pretty much. And so uh, I've never heard that. I go and I go in the kitchen. My mom's in there talking to my brother-in-law or something, and she's like, "Oh, it looks like Thomas." <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> You're homely.
0: I'm not. Ooh, I'm gorgeous. Shots fired. <laughs> Who said this? My mother. Now I think I think being Debbie. My, I think being redheaded is like a sign of inbred.
2: <laughs> no. No. Apparently, it's a recessive trait. A recessive. So apparently like blonde illegal, people, right? I, remember, I remember us being at a concert or something and Luke making fun of you for being redhead and some chick calling him out and she's like, you know, you're actually more rare than he is. Like apparently like actually Scandinavian like blonde people are more like a smaller amount of population than like redhead people.
0: It's red hair, blue eyes is the most, uh, it's the least common. Uh...
2: You don't have blue eyes. Yeah, yeah I do. I, oh, okay. I wasn't saying I did. Oh,
0: okay.
2: um, y- I was trying to you defend red you. hair?
0: Chestnut?
1: <laughs> I was trying yeah. to defend my friend.
0: I, and I really don't have red, let's be honest. I have like an auburn colored hair. Yeah, we get it. Okay. I don't have like the guy that plays for the Dodgers. I don't like that guy. No, I know, yeah. But he, was, he was like fire He has crutch. no eyebrows, too. Yeah, no eyebrows is the weird part. <laughs> That's the That's part not that normal so thing. bothers me. My sister has like red, like orange hair, and she has eyebrows. Like she's a normal human. He was Although literally actually, carrot top. I dated, I dated a girl that didn't that had red hair, and she didn't have eyebrows, and she okay, had to like but put did them she on. Shave them? She actually had to. No, she actually had to put them on with makeup, and then I think later she got them tattooed on. True story.
2: Sharpies are much cheaper.
0: It's true. Sharpie every morning though, it's weird. But anyway.
2: Hey, I'm just kidding. I just said that for dramatic. But Your mom didn't say that? My mom didn't say my mom that. Didn't say that. My sister did say that uh, about him being home. Which sister? Abigail. Oh, okay. I don't know The her. oldest one. We don't know her. No, you know, I don't think you've ever met her. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, she We were explaining it. the podcast and... Uh, She's like, I'd like to listen to this I was like, no. No. <laughs> I know. Like, we, you don't want to. I can't share this to my you sisters. The we need listeners. No, they said I would like to hear it sometime. I was like, no. No, That okay. would be a
1: Timmy would not want to hear this. Uh. I'm pretty sure Timmy's dad would not be I s- used names. Uh, no. I sent it to yes, my, my old names. preschool teacher.
0: Okay. Did you really? No. I don't know my old preschool <laughs> I teacher. I sent it to my priest. So. I, sent it, I sent it
2: to your PO. <laughs> that's mean
0: anyway
1: um sorry do we have our next i'm gonna bleep that out is it uh so sometimes we come up with stories about things that happen (laughs) to bad people at bad times and yeah um wait no i had hope you got a cold one because uh to to preface this thomas has some sort of like random thought of the day or some sort of story so oh
0: no i was gonna do huge huge basketball oh you got basketball today
2: 22 X's in, in a row. row. Huge basketball shorts. Followed by shorts an L with Thomas Joseph
1: May the 3rd. The 3rd. He graduated from Creekview High School in the year 2010. He played, the vert, vert. The year 2010. he played for the Black Bears years 2006 through 2013 cuz he did Aaron, Aaron.
0: What's his social and the last four? 227 54 227 69
3: 420.
1: Huge basketball
0: shorts. I'm 75 years old. 227. I um I had just quick things with basketball. I'll be as brief as possible. So they're talking about, first of all, the draft is November 16th. And then um, they're
2: trying Wait, to. Wait, when? It, November 16th?
0: Is the draft for it's basketball. Is Bronny James up for draft? Not yet. That's okay. in two years. Or three years, no, I'm sorry. He has to
1: play college ball for one year.
0: Yeah, it's three years. Um, so and he's got
2: to get some clean piss.
1: He's got to get some clean <laughs> <It's> piss. <true. laughs> Stop smoking blunts, son. You have a fall guy for that.
2: Stay off. The
0: weed. <laughs> True, drugs are bad. I have
1: a need, a need for
0: weed. <laughs> None of us smoke weed; we're all clean and sober. And moving Same. on. So, they have. Um, they're going to litigate between now and Christmas on when the start date will be. Brian, I googled this yesterday. Wait, for the our start listeners who do what litigate
1: means for Barney, cuz I don't think he understands this word. There is so, no
0: official start date for the
1: NHL yet, but
0: go I on. heard it was Jan 1. That's what they're pushing for, but there uh, is no For official. people
2: that aren't from this country, can you explain what January or, or Jan 1 is?
0: Jan January, it's the first day of Inadural? the Christian calendar. What's a January Gregorian calendar? It's not it Gregorian? Christian. Yeah, yes. Gregorian. Oh,
2: sorry. You're Idiot. Right. <sighs> can I just Get your calendars right. Let me paint a
0: picture. <laughs> so they're trying to push for Christmas Day to f- to start basketball. And they're not even listening at all. They're... No, we are. Sorry. I just been... looked
2: to Aaron and he started laughing once he realized what I said. <laughs> I'm trying to. Know your freaking calendars, dude. <laughs> I'm trying
0: to push through <laughs> and not listen to what you guys are saying. Okay, go on let me paint a picture of what I do Christmas day. Cause I don't think either of you or three, either of you, the three of you watch basketball on Christmas day. I do every year. Do. Yeah. Do you really? I Do too. Do you really? It's and the
1: only know, sports day, that are on. Oh, that's I, so watch I fucking I gamble, play poker and watch. So, By that point, I've
2: already stayed up the entire night watching reruns of a Christmas story. And I'm like, okay, I want to watch some sports now. Okay. I, I watched watch this Brothers. kid Christmas Eve. lie to his mom a million times about <laughs> how he didn't shoot himself in the eye and an icicle fell on his eye. Like, what a
0: shit story like yeah obviously that kid was not gonna grow up and write a book no it's a wonderful life is way better in my opinion i cry Uh, every time
2: okay there's two completely different kinds of movies but they're both we'll talk about this around christmas
0: i watch (laughs) Grand brothers so christmas day i uh, i watch die hard usually wake up late (laughs) that's the best christmas movie i wake up as late as humanly possible i put on the most comfortable clothes as possible my grandmother makes me breakfast which is usually eggs in a basket and like probably like four what cinnamon are, rolls. Do you go to your basket? grandparents' house every Christmas? It's like I sure so do. so wholesome.
2: I know. What are eggs in a basket? Hard boiled. eggs? you
0: um, fry the egg in the middle of the bread. You, oh, you know what okay. I'm talking
2: about? Eggs yeah, yeah. in a nest. Delicious. Yeah. I call it bread egg. Lots of butter. It's my grandma. <laughs> call you call bread. it what? <laughs> I, just, I, like, I call it bread egg. <laughs> I called it bread with hole with egg in middle.
1: Bread no, it's called, egg. it's
2: called, I always called it egg in a hole, but.
1: That sounds gross.
0: This is like a sexual I mean, position. Yeah, I sp- guess. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically speaking. And then I immediately start um, drinking water, and That's then good, it's great to stay uh, hydrated. Drinking water, and then I immediately start watching basketball, and I do so those two things in concert until my mom yells at me to put on nice clothes, and then I go over to my aunt's house. Hey, Thomas! Mom! Mom, I'm two rooms away.
2: Go to the fridge and get me another water. (laughs) (laughs) Pepsi. And
0: Um, and egg bread, please. (laughs) And then... (laughs) Egg bread. (laughs) (laughs) And then I go over to my aunt's house. We eat dinner. And then I try to continue to watch basketball. And then one of my uncles says something racist about one of the uh, players... And then we open presents, and it's just, it's wonderful. <laughs> and, and then you toggle, every year.
2: turn on the uh, dog show, right? Hell no. I oh, animal that like the plague. Animal Planet? You, you know, my, I love dogs. You you know know my f- I love my dog, favorite not the dog show. favorite part about
0: Christmas Day basketball is the fact that it's always the Lakers. It's always the good teams. Mm-hmm. Always the
1: Lakers. Historically, it's the Lakers and Bulls, but they've started mixing it up like, with Golden State in the past when other teams like eclipsed.
0: I could say the same thing about Thanksgiving, how it's always the Cowboys. That's because of tradition. It's yeah. true. Same Cowboys lions.
2: Cowboys lions. lions. So, I don't Bears, think, Bears.
0: I think yeah. that there's a chance that that happens this year. But only because ESPN, really Disney is pushing the teams to make it happen. Okay, it's going to happen. For broadcast if, if Disney's reasons. Disney's pushing it's happening. The players are going to push back because they just spent 3 months some some teams, 3 months in
1: Orlando. Quarantine with There's, their families until the last like two yes. weeks of the season. There's no to way it's Christmas not gonna be another bubble families.
2: too. I mean Oh yeah it's to. gonna be it's gonna be another bubble.
0: I feel for these guys. Especially like, you know, the Heat and the Lakers. I don't they're making dude, like you. Feel they're gonna the stay Lakers? in Orlando, which is probably where it would happen again by Yeah, the way. can you
2: imagine the Magic players having to
0: It would be the whole season. When are we gonna get <laughs> We don't know where we're we gonna
2: feel be- so bad for the Magic players. I'm like when I mean, are we... But they can't leave Disney World. I know. <laughs> like, Still, though. <laughs> yeah, but this I mean,
1: time this time they're going to let their families come in. They're gonna yeah. Do whole thing. It's going to be different than last time. So they're going to have like everybody there in one concentrated place, and they're going to quarantine them, and then... It's going to be... It's a, just going to be it's, one it's, big happy family affair.
0: <laughs> That's so much money. We'll see. And when will... You know, not to get political, but when will they have... When will they have... Can you guys stop laughing? I'm trying to say stuff. Anyway, when will they have...
1: Just freaking say it. <laughs> <laughs> say it on air.
0: Say it on air. No. No. Say it on air. Say it on air. No.
1: I didn't read your lips. It's gonna too dark in here. It's going to be equivalent to that movie we saw. Uh, no. We're not, it's, it's, a, we're it's a Disney movie uh, called uh, Heavyweights. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's like a, yeah. Yeah. It's like Heavyweights. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I really want to know what you said. Just tell me I'll after. Tell you, okay. I'll tell you after. All right, oh, later. Fair. Anyway, yeah. that was all I had. That was it. So we're... We'll see if it happens, but we don't know when a vaccine's going to come out. Like, Actually, one already
1: has. There's one release that they're putting in, uh, open to the public now, uh, as of, like, last Thursday that the FDA cleared it to be administered.
2: No, you're thinking of remdesivir. It's a treatment that hospitals are allowed to use now, but they don't have a vaccine.
1: Well, that was some fucking false advertising on MSNBC's <laughs> part, because... <laughs> yeah,
2: they don't have a vaccine. They, they're still, like, there's several vaccines in phase three trials, but... They're like that. Still takes quite a bit of time, and then actually producing enough. Um, there's a couple that have already started producing mass amounts, but the distribution is going to be. It's going to. It's just going be like spring. Clorox. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course, just light, light Clorox. Clorox
0: with a little bit of water. Yeah. like nine parts Clorox bleach, one part water.
2: Just taking parts enemas, enemas of Tide Pods, and you're good. Twice daily.
1: <laughs> okay, we're done with this. So uh, <laughs> sometimes we talk about certain things that bad people like to do and and get off on it. That that type of stuff, but uh, none of that happened here. <laughs> yes, it has. No, but in this story, Randall Woodfield. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah definitely up got off on his shit, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I guess. Well, he just liked to drop draw.
0: Delonte West got off on. Um, Embalming fluid.
2: So
1: <laughs> got off on that and on LeBron's mom. But uh, okay, that cannot be confirmed. We are Bukaki. not going to be. But it also
2: can't be denied.
0: Bukaki. I thought I thought LeBron's
1: Fair. mom got impregnated by. Uh, no, I'm, I'm think you, you just, are I'm, making joking. Making... Yeah. I'm joking. Bukaki, you can't. You can't get pregnant from that. So you hey, you're going to be sued I'm by <laughs> <yet>. LeBron James. <laughs> So I hope you got a cold one sitting by LeBron some bubbles and uh, yeah, light that blunt, light that yeah, yeah, get that yee yee. Uh Dr. Owen, uh what you got we for We do not condone band? drug for use we, on this
2: podcast. Or no,
0: alcohol
1: consumption. It's a
0: no. tobacco it's sober get life swishers, man.
1: Like come on, dude. Triple X straight. <laughs> we, got a, edge. we got a criminal criminal of the week. I have a with <laughs> Doctor Owen. I have the story of uh, Ralph Richard Blackie Schwam.
0: Ralph Richard Schwamm was born August 6, 1926, in Los Angeles. Like many people before them, the Schwams were drawn to the Eden of America that Los Angeles was fast becoming in the boom of the 1920s. The land was abundant with farmable plains, housing was popping up everywhere, and less than a day's travel, you could be in a snowy mountain in the morning and sitting in the beach by night. This Eden was sold exactly like Hollywood before the large Hollywood land sign was ever erected. <laughs> right. Yeah, such a funny word. And Ralph's father, Chester, was a master builder and carpenter, and his mother was master. a. Was Chester a molester? <laughs> and his mother a homemaker. The couples were comfortably middle class, and in uh, Ralph's early years, they were neighbors to the biggest names in silent era cinema, like Fatty Arbuckle. Okay, who's that? We don't know who Fatty Arbuckle is. So, so got so a fatty. It was like 100 years ago. Yeah, it was actually. Yeah, but yeah, he's one of the more famous uh, comedians from. The silent era movies. How can you be comedian and not say things? Have you not seen the Three Stooges, Thomas? Have you never read anything?
2: The Three Stooges I said read. stuff.
0: Yeah, that that
1: I, I, like right. I never learned how. It's very apparent. You're thinking how. like
2: Charlie Chaplin?
1: No, right. not Charlie. Like the Three Stooges well, that had they had didn't have no. like audible tracks. Yes, they did. Whoop no, I'm, say, whoop whoop I'm whoop saying whoop. later on. Why, Iona?
0: Anyways,
2: the um, very like you're thinking of the Marx <laughs> Brothers. Whoop 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 again. That was
1: really good. Why,
0: Iona? But like all great things, <laughs> uh, like all great things, that uh, came, uh, that came to an end with the economic crash of 1929. The Hollywood stars, stars flocked away to the Beverly Hills and Bel Air, and though they were comfortable, the Schwamms uh, were in a tougher spot financially. Though not destitute like many other families at the time. Growing up, Ralph and his bro- uh, brother, Chester Jr., were ambuctions boys who did everything to stay out of the house where Chester was quickly becoming a raging alcoholic. You can't name your child Chester anymore. Yeah, you can. Why not? Uh, look at it made fun of. You know what? I'm going to name my child Chester. I will make fun of them when they're available. You're going to make fun Are of Chester. Are you the saying child. because of like,
2: the Cheetos guy? No, because Chester it Cheeto? rhymes with. Oh, whatever, dude. Chester, no, you're the thinking Lester, Lester. of Lester.
0: Chester, the molester. I mean, you're really
1: struggling. Chester's chicken in Virginia is really good, actually. I wouldn't name my
2: son Chester just because of Chester Cheeto. Anyways,
0: they stayed out of the house because their dad was a raging alcoholic. It was during this time. uh, I feel that. You feel you're (laughs) a raging alcoholic? It was during this time Ralph found his uh, three loves. (laughs) Like most boys his age, Ralph would go uh, to cleared out lots and play baseball, including a diamond that Chester and his friend's dad built. The game had found a foothold in Southern California during the '30s due to an amazing talent coming from the area, like Joe DiMaggio, Ted Williams, and Lefty Gomez. Wait, Joe DiMaggio, Ted Williams from California? Yep. Huh? Yep. It was here, Tom's that... River, California.
2: <laughs>
0: I didn't know he's Ted. I thought Ted. For some reason, I thought Ted Williams was from da- was from Dallas. I don't know why. No, I thought he that.
2: ended up here from. He coached uh, right. the first Rangers team, and then he like died. And he was here. horrible. Eh, it was a horrible... It was it a good. horrible team. Yeah. But...
0: It was here that Ralph's talents would uh, first be understood. Playing near a glass glass factory, one of the boys dared Ralph to throw a rock at a big pane of glass over 100 feet away. Ralph, being a bit taller and lankier than the other boys, did exactly that and shattered the pane of glass. Also during this time, cinemas really taking off in popular mo- movies during the time were based around big criminals uh, of the time and westerns. During one of the westerns, uh, Ralph... Ralph was drawn to the bad guys who dressed in all black. The next day, uh, childhood friend Jim Mu recounted how Ralph started to dress in black denim and black pullover shirts and earned his nickname Blackie. Lastly, Ralph and Chester Jr. got their first taste of their dad's booze. Ralph said his first sip was when he was four years old and he knocked down two bottles of beer, which he instantly fell in love with and would uh, battle with for the remainder of his life. Going into high school, Ralph was obviously a physically gifted boy, and he was going to Washington uh, High School, which was the premier high school for baseball talent. Unlike today, ha- high school athletes were not expected to be straight laced and good students, but were considered the bad boys of most schools. And Ralph fit in perfectly with this crowd. He grew in, uh, grew a friendship with Ted Gardner, who he had known since grade school, and both of them, uh, and both of them, when not on the field, were out looking for trouble. By his freshman year, Ted. It, uh, Ted and he had a knack of breaking into arcades and popping open p- pinball machines where they liked to steal all the nickels. The crowd he ran with uh, were also heavy drinkers and Ralph fell in li- line drinking heavily and when the money was right, he would drink whiskey with beer chasers. Yet again, this is a high schooler. That's pretty
1: pretty impressive. Uh, I Sounds mean. like a typical Friday night at Quinlan's, am I right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, but you're not. this dude fucks.
0: <laughs> I think you might be right. But Tom Foolery saw no end in sight with this group, and they continued to try to blaze their way through the city. When he was 15, just after the attack on Pearl Harbor, uh, Ralph and some friends took a road trip to Tucson where they broke into a resort and by his account stole nothing but did drink all the booze and eat all the food, which kind of still is stealing, in my opinion. But
2: yeah, but honestly, what else are you gonna do when Pearl Harbor gets attacked?
0: I don't know, like, help some people. <laughs> I mean... They, you know, swim to Hawaii? Yeah, they're not in Hawaii, Thomas. Join I'm the, the no. Boy Scouts. Mm. Th- Thomas, I need you to understand... Join a- the Boy Scouts? Hawaii's very far from California. Yeah, it's
1: like a <laughs> quick swim. It's like a... <laughs> it's only like, what? First, First off, it's like a couple halfway of hours.
0: Pacific <laughs> is infested with sharks. I need you to understand... There's a lot I need you can to you understand. Can you be more Pacific?
1: It? If Tom Hanks can make it, I'm sure he would be fine.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Was, was was this a castaway reference you used Yeah, it was. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if it was Anyways, a castaway reference or the other one. They stole nothing but did drink all the booze and eat all the food. One of, of Ralph's friend's mothers reported the boys uh, who were quickly rounded up. The first life, life-changing event happened to Ralph uh, when he, uh, he was told it was prisoner of the service when he turned 17. He chose to join at 17, deciding on the Navy with the thought he that he wouldn't see much dangerous action at sea. Two years later, by his account, he found himself on a destroyer Headed to the Pacific, which was sunk, and he was one of twenty men to survive. Once he got back to Hawaii uh, for thirty days leave, an officer ordered him and another seaman to uh, to get back Excuse on a boat. Excuse me. To, to hold on. Hold on. You wrote a story, and you included the word seaman, and you That's thought what... we weren't going to laugh. <laughs> okay, you did not think that one through, sir. Seaman. <laughs>
2: Also, he probably his he thought, sure wasn't his, a
1: sticky situation. Am I <laughs> <all> right? <laughs> Ow!
2: Honestly, his thought was probably I'm doing a podcast with three other guys that are almost thirty. Yeah, and uh,
0: they're mature adults. I thought, that. as the youngest, I'm happy to be the immature adult. That's fine. okay. So, an officer ordered him and another sailor uh, to uh, to get on a boat um, due to leave in a day. According to People Ralph, he flipped a, a boat. He, no, this is a sailor this time. Oh, uh, he flipped a coin that would determine which of the two would sock the officer, and Schwam won that honor and found himself in the brig. The official Navy personnel, however, um, tells what? Oh, nothing. No, Navy personnel files tell a different story, though. <laughs> One of consistent AWOL—that's absent without leave—and drunk on duty charges, where he was consistently getting docks and pay and sent to the brig. He never stayed far from San Diego, except short stints in the Pacific Islands long ago captured by the u.s armed forces on april 14 1944 he was declared a deserter with unknown intentions those intentions were not clear to schwamm either who woke up with a hangover he decided not to show back up and a week later was scooped up by the shore patrol in central la on may and on may 17th he pled guilty and was sentenced to 30 days coming back to full duty he continued his trend towards constantly missing roll call lights out and the like and found himself in constant trouble but the Navy needed men, and his sentence was reduced con- uh, consistently. On October 16th, he was transferred to Terminal Island in Los Angeles Harbor after more AWOL charges, and after seven months of jail time, he could find his. W- he was told he could find his way back to full duty. Wait, why is AWOL capitalized? Absent without leave.
1: Oh. It's an acronym. Can I, also I didn't say know
2: AWOL
0: was an acronym.
2: That you put the word duty in this <laughs> and expected us not to laugh? <laughs> I, I thank, you you so think through, <laughs> thank
0: you so much for sh- that. Think this shit through, dude. Thank you so much, Daniel. Think this shit
1: through. Sure, are teeing yeah. off, aren't we, guys?
0: <laughs> Anyways, he could go back to full uh, duty if he was a model inmate, <laughs> duty, in <laughs> which which Blackie never was. Blackie duty. Oh my God! One of the charges. I had a Blackie duty this morning. One of the charges during his internment that I found funny was endangering co uh, prisoners. There's coffee. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah, okay. One of the uh, charges I found during his internment uh, funny was endangering co prisoners where Schwamm tried to light a cigarette by sticking graphite in an electrical circuit to create sparks.
3: Wow. That's
0: incredibly <laughs> right, this dude is badass. That's incredibly so industrious, industrious. <laughs> yeah. It was a different time. This guy definitely fucks. Dude. I agree. I want to be his friend. He's kinda cool. Uh, the Navy finally kicked. <laughs> Kicked him out on bad conduct, uh, bad conduct discharge after Emperor Hirohito uh, surrendered and Schwamm listed his job preference as professional baseball player, despite really wanting to list his passion for crime. Once back from the Navy, Schwamm caught up with Ted Garner, who introduced him to L.A. crime boss Mickey Cohen. Mickey Cohen liked him and uh, always needed tall, strong young men who could use their fists, had passion for money and were not bothered with small things like morals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I feel like that's a good. You know. Yeah, it kind of, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. That's why I look for an employee. Yeah. Same. Lack of morals. Yeah. That's that's probably huge. Background check? Fuck that. No need that. Yeah. Do you have morals? No. Tall, strong boys. Tall, and um, strong. It was at that time that Schwann found himself uh, to be a leg breaker for the mom collecting debts, debt debts for bookies and loan sharks. He found himself making the rounds, collecting bodyguarding, and even occasionally driving a celebrity. He was living one of his dreams. And uh, all the while, he had money in his pocket to get drunk. It was around this time that Schwam drifted to the semi- semi-pro parks uh, during the day with friends and would heckle the ballplayers and afterwards, by himself, would ask for pointers. 39-year-old <laughs> Evo Pusik, Pusik,
2: a New york Sorry, he sounds like the kind of dude that's just like uh, the jock who's like beats up... Uh, you know, the nerd when he's around like all his jock buddies, but then it's like helping him with his homework in the library by himself. Th- he's actually like a really sweet dude.
0: In today's terms, I think that
2: would actually be
0: him if it wasn't for his big alcohol problem. No, yeah, I know. But I'm saying like heckling
2: ballplayers, but then like asking for pointers on the side by, when, everybody's or, like, by himself.
0: Account, by everybody's account, like during his lifetime, he was actually a really great person until he got that one too many drinks in, which was too often.
2: Hmm. Sounds quite familiar. Yeah. What are uh, you talking about?
0: Certain people who cross paths with. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Anyways. Uh, people I know in my life.
0: 39-year-old Evo Puschick. I think that's how you say his name. It's a weird name. Um, a New York baseball Giants. One of the few times that's actually an applicable name. Look, very, there was a designation yeah. between the New York... Football Giants in the New Absolutely. York Baseball Giants. I actually have this a New York is, Baseball Giants jacket. There's know, many times where you have this to is refer one the to a lot of times.
2: No, anytime, half the time you talk about Willie Mays. Yeah,
0: true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, a New York Baseball Giants scout. It's saw a tall, lanky uh, man who would make a perfect pitcher and began to work with him. A few weeks, weeks later, Jim Yu, who was playing for a semi pro team associated with the pro team St. Louis Browns, was in town. Oh, is that the
2: uh, Negro Leagues? St. Louis Browns.
0: It was a team that folded in I think the fifties.
2: I think new, it was a Negro
0: League team. Yeah, we we can wait. I'm you St. Louis Browns right? St. Louis right. Browns.
2: Yeah. No, no, keep going. I'll I'll um, I'll only say something if I.
0: Okay. Mew um, invited uh, Schwam to the game, and Schwam agreed by his own account during the game, where Mew's team was getting shellacked. No, sorry, Schwam, you're great. Had, yeah, Schwam They had, they
2: became the Baltimore Orioles.
0: Okay. Uh, Schwam had a few beers in him and began heckling his friend's team. Pete Peterson, the manager and scout for the Browns, told him to shut up or show him. And Schwamm made his way down, took off his suit jacket and tie, then proceeded to walk six and strike out 11. Yet again, this is semi-pro, and this guy is drunk. Sh- walking six and striking out 11. Yeah. From there, he played a few more games and started to garner attention from uh, more of the Brown scouts. Could, real quick, didn't Babe Ruth do that? Kind of no, stuff. Doc Ellis is the Babe, most
2: famous for being like that.
0: Babe drank a lot, but he was rarely drunk on while field. playing. Yeah, huh. okay. Uh, by early 1946, Schwamm found himself doing the two jobs he loved most: playing. Uh, yeah, playing for the team you introduced him to. Uh, to some, uh, sometimes as a pitcher and sometimes as a shortstop, earning two or three dollars a game. And by night, he was raking in cash with Mickey Cohen. By March 8, 1946, Schwamm had uh, found and married the love of his life, Nellie Nell uh, Eisen from Minnesota, who had moved to L.A. in 1944. It wasn't long before the starry-eyed love fell through, with Nell being homesick and Schwamm's drinking and extracur- extracurricular jobs becoming a problem. Her solution was to move up to Whitehorse, a 300-population town up in Northern California, and have Ralph become a logger. Ralph was not made for the country. Life uh, was not made for the country life and honest work. Uh, he was not cut out for. Them. After many fights, Nell gave him an ultimatum of it uh, between her or uh, baseball. Most likely it was his life in L.A., but Schwamm uh, colored it as baseball being the big hang-up. He called up the Browns and signed a contract uh, on the car's fender as soon as he got back uh, to L.A. He was easily the best pitching prospect for the Browns, a team that had been horrible for a long time, and if they're the Orioles, it's still kind of bad. Uh, he was excited to pitch for his uh, big league, for the big leagues, and I ignored other offers from teams like the Cleveland Indians and the Pittsburgh Pirates. With a me- meager $600 signing uh, bonus, he convinced Nell, who was pregnant, to move back to L.A. And within a couple months, being back in the, in his old neighborhood, Schwam was back in uh, Cohen's employ. The shift Schwam noted as a, the major shift Schwamm noted was, I was a lousy gangster, but a, goddamn, a good pitcher. A million percent chance I could have been something if I was patient and went to Cleveland. After uh, signing the deal, Schwamm would linger in the minors due to the, his excessive drinking. During this time, it was not uncommon for players to drink, but even his teammates avoided him because of how much he drank. He became a problem, just like his days in the Navy's, bashing heads with management uh, due to not wanting to change his pitching style or the where they saw Ewell Black- Blackwell, a legendary sidearm, almost submarine pitcher. He preferred overhand, and his drinking labeled him as a hard case. After many, many long days of Schwab being absent in, in between starts and showing up drunk or hungover, he was relegated to the Arizona-Texas minor, uh, minor League, where his actions never changed, but his talent always shined, so, as did his antics. During the league championship series, the only way to keep Schwab sober was to dump him off at jail at night pick them up in the morning i'm
2: sorry brian can we get can we just get some ambient audio real quick
0: i really hope the microphone picked that up it did
2: i can smell it it's disgusting it's It's so gross and we're not even gonna tell our listeners what just happened the dude that we're listening to is a better person than you Like the story that yeah, the story that's about, he's a better person than you. I and he explain, broke people's legs.
0: I want to explain to our listeners what just occurred. I don't think we should. We're in a my parents house.
2: My parents' house is getting remodeled. And so the guest bathroom is out of order. And instead of going to another bathroom in the house, Aaron has elected to piss into white claw cans in the garage. They're having a meeting, dude. They're having
0: a meeting, dude. Okay. They're having a fucking teleconference he says
2: Yes and all of them are broadcasting From the other bathrooms in the house
0: Anyways <laughs> Dear- He's not done <laughs> He has a second one. How, did you, how okay. did you
2: stop for that long Did you fill up it-
0: one <laughs> And then you're filling up a second can <laughs> This is This is forever This is forever ingrained on our podcast This is going to be in the description Yeah it is Okay, I'm just waiting for him the to title knock of... that box over. Oh, please don't. <laughs> please
2: Dude, wash your, you're going to touch your pants gross. after
0: that? Uh, okay. <laughs> no one knows where that's been. Okay, okay. During, sorry, the league series, During the league championship series, the only way sorry, to keep Schwam sober was to dump him off at jail at night and pick him up in the morning. Though he did perform an act of contrition for his team by winning two of the five games pitched and securing the championship in relief. In 19 innings, he struck out 19 batters. After a summer in the whoa, Arizona, whoa, say that say that one more time. In nineteen innings, he struck out nineteen batters.
2: That's For, pretty good, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. No, no. Wait till I get to his okay. later stats. Like this is crazy. After a summer in the Arizona-Texas League, Schwam decided to play in the Mexican League, where he became a star and developed a new nickname, Cuba Libre du, uh, doble, a double mixed rum and uh, rum drink, which he drank a lot of and continued his trouble making ways, like when he stole a taxi and drove around in tight circles around the Mexican president statue till the whole police force converged on, on him to arrest him. His popularity was immense and his pay was better than his pay in baseball so far, though not as much as he had made working for Mickey Cohen. After his wild 1946, Schwamm had uh, his first chance to actually play in the majors. The Browns were gu- uh, gutting their team and there were a lot of openings. Schwamm knew this was his chance. During training camp, Schwamm impressed the managers uh, through his comparisons to Blackwell, uh, or, oh, sorry. though the comparisons to Blackwell were still popping up and the not-so-gentle nudge towards the, a sidearm delivery style. He remained stubborn and wanted to prove them wrong by showing his talent off. In training camp, he got his first start. He struck out 5-5 five and five and gave up a couple runs and a win. His next appearance was in L.A. against the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field. I know this is confusing, but there was a Wrigley Field in L.A.
2: Yeah.
0: Huh, there's two Wrigley Fields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, hmm. the,
2: Wrigley, I mean, Wrigley's the brand. Like, it's like, like Globe Life. Gum. Yeah. Wrigley, right, gum. the gum. Yeah. yeah, but like, I'm saying like Globe Life. Like, they sell naming rights. Like.
0: Well, actually, at that time, it was more of um. So the Pacific Coast League was really gaining a lot of popularity. Yeah, and Wrigley was like, I might as well build one. Out. No, for sure. Wrigley, Wrigley
2: Field in in Chicago has been named it almost its entirety of uh, yeah, like their existence. But Wrigley had also had, uh, I think, like two or three other fields at different times that were also named Wrigley Field.
0: Well, this one, like Wrigley, actually built. No, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm
2: okay. saying, like, I'm saying Wrigley. The brand yeah. had sponsored several of those stadiums. It
0: yeah. uh, was American Airlines Center in American Airlines Arena. Yes. Fun fact. Um, right. Anyways, against gets the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field in L.A. in relief where he pitched three innings giving up one hit. But it was the worst hit to give up and he lost in the 11th inning. That being a home run for all you non-baseball fans. Uh, on March 18th, Schwam got his first start against the New York Giants. Uh, Wait, which one? The New York baseball Oh, Giants. okay. Uh, hungover and jitter- jittery, he gave up three hits and two runs in the first, two more hits, and a run in the second, but then he settled down. His next appearance was back in the pen, and he got clobbered by the Cleveland Indians. His confidence was shaken, and his fights with manage- management got worse. He demanded more money. They demanded uh, adhering to the coaching and less drinking. He walked away and was re- uh, relegated to the Toledo Mudhens, a minor team.
2: That's an awesome name. Muddins. Yeah,
0: he did well, uh, well, but the team was horrible during a. Uh, but the team was horrible uh, during an injury-riddled season. He went one and nine, but was a strikeout pitcher and was finally called up to the majors during the season. By the way, all of this is preseason that he's done in the majors so far. On uh, July 27th, he made his actual major league debut. He struck out three and didn't walk any. His control was excellent through the stint, though his stint was uh, short due to him being yet again hungover. Just like in the minors, his team was trash. The bottom of the <laughs> league. They were the bottom of the league, dude. I think there was eight teams and they were seventh and they had won they had won in like the last thirty years, I think they had won their division three times. So yeah, they're a trash damn. Or, they're a trash organization. Um, sounds and, like the Browns. Yeah. And uh they lost on July thirty first against Walt Matters Masterson are you familiar with him? Yep. Okay. And the Senators, yeah. That's why I threw it in there.
1: Who's, who's Walt Masterson?
0: Uh, Hall of Fame pitcher. Yep. Yeah, really good. So, uh, he played for the uh, Senators, right? At yeah. that time, yeah. yeah. I don't know if he did his whole career or not. Did he I, go from the Senators to the Expos or? No. Senators
2: so, became the Rangers. Senators, no, I know, but they Senators also. became the the Twins, and then the Senators started again and became the Rangers. I think he did move with the uh, Senators to the Rangers. Mm. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, Anyways, against Walt Masterson and the Senators, Schwam got his first win. He gave it two runs in the first, then one hit over the next five innings with two strikeouts and two walks. His team gave him uh, the support for the win finally. His next start was against the Red Sox, Athletics, and Phillies, which were all marred and quick, all due to him showing up drunk and being wildly inconsistent. He was relegated back to the bullpen and his drinking became even more problematic, ending, ending in him getting suspended and sent home. Though there, yeah, though there would be forays back to the league, Schwamm's chances were gone, and any chances he did get, he drank them away and all but ran from them. Back in L.A., Schwamm was broke and mixed up, uh, mixed back up with Cohen, who was in the middle of a war with Bu- Bugsy Siegel. Uh, Schwamm continued to be a leg breaker and even upgraded to arm robbery. When one drunk at night, he decided to hold up a motel. He robbed the Signal Motel with night clerk Edwin Cohen, uh, taking everything from the register and Edwin's watch, Ralph would sell the watch and was traced back by the police and arrested. After stewing in jail, he got another gun and went on a spree robbing motels, gas stations, liquor stores, and private card games. Who does this sound like? Yeah. Reyna Randall Willingfield. Yeah. Jeez. Except he's not. The yeah, good right. story there's is no, not uh, as bad. Yeah. There's no graphic yeah. sexual acts at the end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and took up as many jobs as he could from uh, for um, Mickey Cohen. On October 12, 1949, uh, nine, Ted Gardner and his wife Joyce met up with Dr. Donald Buke, who was winning at the horse races. They all got fairly drunk together when Ted suggested meeting a friend, Ralph Blackie Schwamm. After picking up Schwamm and driving for a little while, Schwamm stopped the car and demanded Dr. Bug get out. He then proceeded to beat the ever-living shit out of this man. Both Gardner, uh, both Gardners testified that they tried to get him to stop, but after a while of him beating or after a while of him beating uh, Dr. Buke Schwam turned the man over and stole $25 that he had on him in the wallet and left the man on the curb alive at the time. Through quick canvassing, the cops were able to identify Ted and Joyce, and when confronted, they pointed the finger at Ralph. After a short trial in which Ted uh, cut a deal, uh, Ralph was found guilty of first-degree murder and first-degree robbery and sentenced to life. Serving time in San Quentin and Folsom, Schwann would play for the prison teams, which were considered a California semi-pro team at the time, which is kind of interesting, where yet again he performed wonderfully. Now more sober than often, he would still get his hands on drinks every now and then. His control was strong. His fastball, that was compared to Bob Feller. Yep. Another one you're familiar with. Uh, For the listeners at home, Bob Feller might have been the fastest-throwing uh, baseball pitcher of all time
1: like how fast was it
0: there's speculation that at least hit 120
1: 120 whoa
0: yes.
1: so yeah now that you mentioned that yeah and it's, he, did... it's
2: bullshit though it's it's humanly impossible for that to happen but he is n- known as one of the fastest pitchers in baseball history but uh he he had like a chapman arm like yeah. uh like one hundred and four, one 103, somewhere around that.
1: I'm sure that stopwatch, like, yeah, gave some error for human like time oh, yeah. sure. deficit. Yeah. So, but I I remember like taking tours at the Ranger Stadium, like the old ballpark, and uh, hearing stories about Fuller and about the fastest Fuller, right? Feller. Feller. Feller, Feller, yeah, yeah. So that's that's that. He was a now.
2: lifelong uh, Cleveland pitcher.
1: Yeah.
0: Interesting mm-hmm. thing about him was he was not a pitcher until the war like he would What pre- was his position prior to that?
2: No, he was. He was before the war. I th- no.
0: swear I remember reading hey. Oh, wait, know. It was it was another player that he played with. Yep. That I'm thinking of. Do you fuck with DeWar? The DeWar? The okay. The war. Um anyways, uh, compared to Bob uh, Feller, he was still str- uh his fastball that was compared to Bob Feller still was strong and his curveball got better. Semi-pro teams were lining up to give their prospects a chance at a bona fide major league pitcher. In 1960, Schwamm would get paroled and try again to make the major league at 34, but fell right back into drinking in a bad way, quitting on himself before he really getting the chance. During his time in prison, Schwamm racked up an estimated 1,500 innings with 1,565 strikeouts, which yeah, that's
2: amazing. Especially in that era, yeah. when strikeouts were not a thing, like you would be lucky to get uh, – You'd be lucky to get three strikeouts in a game?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, this guy was striking out one every inning for the most part. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, 240 walks, a 131 and 35 win loss, and a 1.80 ERA. Many have called him the greatest pitcher that never was, the greatest prison ball player, but he will mostly be remembered as a man who ran from success, chasing it down with a bottle, who was ultimately a ball player playing as a gangster. He passed away December 21st, 1989 from an apparent heart attack, most likely exasperated by years of hard drinking.
2: Could you say that he possibly had the Folsom Prison Blues?
0: No, Johnny Cash hadn't saying that yet. Well, no, by 1960. Yeah,
2: maybe. Wow.
1: Oh, yeah, I thought Folsom Prison was like sixty
2: two, sixty three. No, it was. The, it, it, he said in there that he served time at Folsom. No, no, he was talking about no one Oh no, I know. That I know. I was making joke oh. of the Folsom oh. Prison.
0: Did he ever shoot a guy in Reno? Just uh, his name was not Sue. Just a watching, one. watching a guy.
2: Hey, so real quick, just because I looked it up, uh, because I had remembered reading about it, I was actually wrong too. I mean, technically, we were both wrong, but. They were saying, as far as Bob Feller... First of all, actually, Brian, great story. That was awesome. I never heard of that dude before. You did a great job. Yeah. Good job, man. That's We love you. Super... That was awesome. Uh, and what was his name again? Sorry, say one more time. Ralph
0: Blackie Schwamm. Schwamm is spelled S-C-H-W-A-M-B. There's literally one book written about him and one little short documentary. S-C-H-W-A-M-B.
2: Schwam. Ralphie. I can't find him on Baseball Reference.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure I had. Give me a second. I'll okay.
2: Pull it up. Anyway, um, so with the Bob Feller thing, Part- saying with primitive equipment, Feller was at one point measured at one hundred and five miles per hour. Once mentioned that he clocked one hundred and four. Uh, He also threw the second-fastest pitch ever officially recorded at 107.6 in a game in 1946 at Griffith Stadium. So, that was a lot faster than I thought because the fastest I've ever seen, I think, a Roldis Chapman throw, and that's in, like, the modern era, like, when they're actually using um, guns. Oh, Blackie Schwab. Was that
1: 104 when he was with the Reds?
2: Yeah, so Rollis Chapman actually uh, 105 is what he reached.
1: And Bob Feller hit
2: 107. Yeah, that's officially. crazy. Yeah, I thought
1: you were all this. They got him out. Yeah. Okay. What? How long ago was that? Because it was he went from the Reds to the Cubs, won the World Series with the Cubs, and went to the Yankees, right?
2: So no, so he went to he went um, from the Reds to the Yankees, got traded to the Cubs to the Cubs for they got um, what's his name? This is whatever second baseman they have now. And he um, went back to the Yankees? and then he, yeah, that was a contract year. And so, after they won the World Series, he signed back with the Yankees.
0: Okay. If you want to see his stats, I have it.
2: I, I just pulled it up now. Well, uh, 8.53 8. year. well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's what happens when you show up drunk. Yeah, so, no, so so just, for sure. So, Brian, like,
2: I mean, Doc Ellis threw a, a no-hitter on LSD. LSD. But yeah.
0: He probably wouldn't try that multiple times. No, yeah, for sure. How, I mean, how many years of
1: pro ball did Schwam have? Like, uh, He had one year of actual No, like, pro like ball. With, with, with like, like oh, I can, pro-am and... Do you know?
0: 1947 to 1949.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so actually 1961 he did play 6 games. Yeah. For who KCA?
1: It's
0: he played Kansas for Hawaii. City, agronauts.
1: He played for Hawaii. I don't know. You mean that. Uh it was an Hawaiian, <laughs> it, it was a Hawaiian team.
2: KCA? It,
0: yeah. It just uh, my stats just say 1961 team Hawaii League Pacific Coast. Uh, six games, uh, twenty-one innings pitched, nine strikeouts, zero locks, one win, no it, losses. Oh, sorry. Okay, five point four, five point one four ERA.
2: Nineteen. No, so nineteen sixty-one. He played for the uh, Kansas City Athletics Triple A team. Hmm. Played six six games for them, which they could have been in Hawaii. Yeah. So, H A W, yeah, Hawaiian yeah. Islanders you said there, there was a so that's, that's crazy dude yes. that's so surprising in that day and age that the athletic that the Kansas City athletics would have their triple A team in Hawaii
0: I mean I think it makes sense because of how like much the war uh, yeah really
2: boosted something yeah but
0: um, the book that I read was a uh, wrong side of the wall the life of uh, Richard Ralph Blackie Schwamm
1: oh so you read it by Eric
0: Stone yes okay so, guys, I remember last uh, – Nathaniel, you're excluded from this, but last podcast – uh, Excuse you, me,
2: sir. You he, weren't here. He's part I,
0: of this team. Yeah, I, 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 was, here in, you, I was here You're that spirit. guy that after Andy Dalton gets hit, you don't stand up for your <laughs> exactly. Hey,
2: thank you, offensive <laughs> lineman.
0: No, he's he's got red hair. I would definitely stand – I would be right by his side. Andy, are you okay?
2: And I'm proud to be a redhead.
1: Because well, at least, least I
2: have, have no soul. soul. Anyways. Anyways, I and I'll stand that. here Anyways. next to you and defend you still today. Thomas, what
0: were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say I asked you guys to wear spoopy stuff and you didn't do it. Yeah, I forgot. I oh. am sitting here, just so the listeners know, in a full onesie skeleton and nobody else even bothered to I dressed up. It's I just wanna say four days. Hey, tommy. For all tally. you listeners
2: out there, I'm just I'm glad that he's wearing a jacket so you can't see all the rolls that are bunched up on his side. Are you kidding me? Because I am so the best tight. in shape out of all of these. Oh, uh, please. Can you
1: see my shoulders and my biceps? For the listeners like, that are out there, people that are in I am the in, skinniest. I've almost,
0: I almost have abs.
1: Okay, for the listeners
2: Tommies. out there, people that are in shape don't have to say how in shape they are. Well, they need they to just, know
0: because this is an audio uh, I'm just consumed saying,
2: none of us are saying how in shape we are. They can't so we must, see me. You're not
1: in shape because your onesie has nothing but bones and that's it so i mean Thomas like, how is, how is a fatty
2: Thomas is a fatty I'm not
1: fat. Thomas is a fatty What's the spooky movie you wanted to talk about Okay what's yes.
0: your BMI I, index? I did
1: have my- <laughs>
2: First of all what's your BAC? BMI <laughs> BMI index is <laughs> Maddie. <BMI index> is- <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: body mass body, body mass index index index. Index. What's your
2: body mass index index
1: yeah, index index of the indexes What's your BMI index <laughs> What's your PAC? <laughs>
2: RIP and peace.
1: Zero. <laughs> What's your PIN number?
2: One one six six. You want to know? It's oh, okay.
1: uh, Dion Sanders and uh, Roy Williams. If anybody knows those numbers, so there you 21 go. Twenty one and thirty two. Uh, you're wrong, idiot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jesus! All right, my he just
2: did that beautiful story. Are going to call my an idiot? Horror movie <laughs>
0: recommendation to the listeners and to you fellows as well is a movie. It's on Hulu, so if you have Hulu, I feel like most people mm-hmm. do. It is called the houses that October built. Is this on Disney? This is on Hulu, which I would love a sponsorship from at can, some point. Right?
2: Can, can I ask a question real quick? You might think it's stupid. Yes. Is this a movie in which Reggie Jackson develops homes? No.
1: But you're thinking of uh, that ABC show with Ty uh Flip That House or <laughs> that is spooky. Thank
2: you thank you so much Brian for getting that. <laughs>
0: that is spooky. But anyway. Do you get it Thomas? I don't so, know anyway. Well, I, Reggie Jackson is Mr. October.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. of how much how clutch he is in the playoffs and so I was and like, Mr.
3: November
0: is Derek Jeter.
2: So I was like
0: Ooh. yeah. Anyways what was the movie called? Because I've already forgot. The houses that October built. I will give you a quick, um, you know, <laughs> setup for the movie. It is a found footage horror movie, which I like. So, like Blair Witch Project, Clover VHS, Beals, those kinds. Awesome and, movies. <laughs> I, no, no, the movie. You oh. see the VHS? VHS, yeah. VHS
2: is like the one of. The, all right, one of my favorite meant. found. I footage mean, movies. I video meant.
1: home system. So that's what I thought you were oh, saying. No. no, I knew what he meant. I think so, America's Funniest Home Videos is my favorite. Those are so cringy now. (laughs) Found footage. They're not funny anymore. You can Uh, say way funnier stuff on YouTube. So it's a found footage. So the premise is
0: four friends. I believe it's. I think it's four. Just like us. It's mostly dudes and then one girl, and uh, they basically have a great idea. In a year, it would be most. Of going in a year when I get my sex change. Is that what you were saying? By the way, guys. uh, Not GoFundMe. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. Uh, anyway, so they have uh, a great idea where they hop in an RV, very scary already, mm-hmm. and they go to a bunch of haunted houses, mostly haunted houses in Texas. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like a, a house with a ghost in it, I mean like haunted, like, you know, Fright Fest, things like that. And they go to like the scariest ones in Texas, and then the haunted hay barrel. Things rides. go awry as they do in horror movies, and it's just very fucking good. It was fucking scary. I think you guys would enjoy it.
2: Were they like, oh, I hear something. Let's go upstairs and investigate it.
0: No. Like, people start to terrorize them.
2: Uh, yeah. Is there so, torture
1: involved? Yes. Okay, I can't watch that. Is yet. it all,
2: like, um, st- uh, strangers, where it's not actually, like, haunted? It's, like, them getting, like, stalked?
1: Strangers are vacancy? It's kind of
0: like oh. that. Yes. Okay.
2: In a way. Those are the kinds of I don't want
0: to give too much away, but yes, there's lots of scary masks... Anyways, this is the spooky endorsement it's by Thomas. So good, I watched it the other night. There's actually a second one as well, also on Hulu. I haven't seen that yet, so I'm not going to is put my stamp of approval on it.
2: The house that November built. No, it's
0: October built too. Oh, okay, good yes. guess lame. though. That's so lame. they they've they have like a
1: real estate like. Contracting agreement. is it two, like TWO numerical?
2: The or is it T-O-O, homes that like, October Roman built? Roman numerals,
0: good question, <laughs> <laughs> solid question. The subdivision <laughs> that October
1: built,
2: the county that October built,
1: the multi family unit that October built, <laughs> the, the project double-wide. housing that October built, the, the double-wide project trailer, eight. section eight housing unit that, yeah, whatever, but huh.
0: Anyway, guys, yep. you did a great job, Brian. Mostly you, also uh, Nathaniel and Aaron. You thank, also uh, thank too. you. Too. You Ho- did something gross, Host though. Thomas. Thank you, I appreciate it. Aaron, I'm
2: what sp- do you have to say for us? Get her done. Okay.
0: <laughs> this last time you heard "get her done."
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, literally, so my, literally my, six months ago, no. when I watched
2: Larry the Cable Guy play golf, no, because <laughs> my the charity uh, golf tournament, my
1: my step nephew was at the house the other day, and he loves cars, and it, I, I've never seen the movie, so I was like, you know, fuck it, I I I know. Know. You've I've never seen cars, I've never dude. seen cars, so I sat oh. down and I watched it, and I was like, huh, so like good. I didn't realize that Larry the Cable Guy was, and I was like, oh shit, like okay, so yeah. back when he was relevant, I I don't He's know when the relevant. movie came out, he
2: made his he made his nut, and he said, I'm retiring. He, he didn't dead. have to re- We've said like,
0: nut. We've said semen. We've said duty. It's been a great podcast. I really appreciate Nathaniel calling you out for that because that's that whole duty thing was. What? We just basically said, oh, you said duty. Huh? Yeah, it was hilarious. You oh, said duty.
2: I wasn't calling him out. I was actually just like trying to also capitalize on that funny <laughs> moment because <laughs> that's where my mind went. The first time you said duty, now I was like, oh, I hope he says duty again. Duty. And then I did.
0: <laughs> oh, then I talked about my poop. From this morning.
2: Uh, yeah. Also, I don't. I never get black coffee poop. I get black wine poop.
0: Huh.
1: I don't drink wine. So
2: oh. Yeah. I forgot.
1: Yeah, you're not. You're not civilized enough.
0: Yeah. I'm straight edge, bro. Coming yeah. from
1: a guy that plays civilizations. Yeah. I haven't
0: played that in a while. I still. I told you guys I stopped playing. I haven't in a while. He doesn't drink wine. He just drinks. I played among coffee. us with my sisters yesterday.
2: Coffee and Baileys.
0: I don't drink Baileys. From you a ever a drink shoe. Baileys from a shoe? <laughs> Is it a shoe or a boot? Boot. From a sh- well, I didn't mean to say no, about. A shoe. I from meant to say a boot. Like one it's of the on there.
2: You want to go to a club with people we in White Claw cans? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, that's this garage. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm your cohortative, like uh T Boy. Cohortative? Whatever Thomas says. <laughs> what was Horton, that? your Horton. You're
2: Horton. Here's a cohortative who? Your real mom. Cohortative <laughs> oh, host. To.
1: Yeah, I'm your real mom. Her mom's (laughs) real mom. (laughs) You didn't hear that from last podcast. I'm your
2: your Nathani deficit.
0: Oh God! All right, I'm (laughs) your wife. I'm sticking to that one. I'm Brian Owen. I'm Kenneth West. To say that. Very nice. All right, great podcast, guys. Padre
2: Padre Brian. Padre
0: Brian. That is a dope pad, actually. I'd I'd cop that half. It's the dads.
2: It's the dads. The,
0: the, the, The dads. All right, love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye, guys.
3: By the way, so
2: Oh, I haven't I haven't stopped. <laughs>
3: <laughs>